Ian Leisure. Wow, that's the power that this radio show has. Hello, you. Good afternoon. Feel kind of sedate today. I was woken up, you know, the other morning, I was woken up at half five by a strange cat in my flat. Today I was woken up at three o'clock by my cat, my cat, toppling a chest of drawers. She actually toppled it. I don't quite know how she did it. Uh, what I think happened... Let's wait for the song to end. Thank you. What I think happened is not a very sturdy chest of drawers, they're on legs. And the top drawer, I, I, I'm guessing, the top drawer would have been open. And so she would have climbed up there to try and sit in the top drawer, as cats do. And it would have toppled, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it woke me up. Well, I, I, I thought the drawer was closed. I'm assuming the drawer was closed. I don't know. I don't know what happened, Agent Chris. Normally, I, normally I do shut the drawers, but I, things are a little bit messy at the moment in the bedroom, so I just kind of just let, let them... I'll have a big tidy up at some point in the next couple of weeks, and it'll, the drawers will be shut. Yeah, but you're right, yes, closing the drawers does make your bedroom seem a whole lot tidier. Uh, 0870 is the telephone number. We've got a stack load of stuff to get through today. We've got Agent Chris's One Word on the Street, which is the new feature uh, that we are doing just to appease the bosses who say that the show is not, not current enough, Ian, man. It's not current enough. You've got to get some news in there, man. Got to make it topical. Uh, so we have kind of uh, given in to them where we send Agent Chris out on the street to get one word uh, from people. Today we're talking about the bank robbery. Do you hear about that? Bank robbery, £40 million. The reward, £2 million. I tell them to get stuffed. I'd say, give me, tell you what, you give me half the money, then maybe I'll start telling you where the stuff is, all right? I d- I'm not saying I do know who it is, I'm not saying I don't know who it is. And what I don't get as well is everyone's going, oh, they're so- these robbers, they are cool. They are so cool. Forty million pounds, they beat the man. Yeah, they beat the man by tying up his wife and child. That's not cool. That's not Robin Hood. That's not cavalier. That's violent. It's really nasty. Jeez, they're not heroes. No, do not respect them, Chris. Imagine if it had been your mother. Thank you. Thank you. There we go, you see. Um, oh, and we got we don't really do prank calls because they're a bit penky, bit Noel Edmonds, bit penky, bit rubbish. Uh, but we had a challenge from one of our listeners the other day to prank call someone, saying, "Oh, no one will ever guess. Everyone will, will guess it's you. They won't know. They won't fall for it." Well, we prank called her. She fell for it totally. She thought she was going to get arrested for stealing. So we'll play that <laughs> in about half an hour. I did feel a bit guilty doing it, as at one point I thought she was going to cry. Yeah, she should have. We should have made her cry. Uh, but what do we want to talk about? A lot of stuff. The first thing is, are there rules that you do not agree with? For example, we have rules on this show. We can't allow swearing on the show. I disagree with that rule. To be completely honest, I disagree with it. But I have to adhere to it, otherwise I would lose my job. Uh, I think it's a sl- in the 21st century, it's a slightly silly rule. You should be able to speak, especially on a speech-based station, you should be able to speak as we normally speak, and that does sometimes involve naughty indoor language. But it's a rule, and we do adhere to it. Um, are, there, are there rules in your life that you just don't see the point of? You just don't co- quite get why they're there, but you have to adhere to them. 0870 is the phone number. You can email as well. Ian, I-A-I-N, at lbc.co.uk. Do you, for example, are you one of these people? When I used to work in B-Jams years ago, my lunch break would be at 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock. And I used to hate that. If I'm working 8 in the morning till 5.30 at night... I would want my lunch break to be at two o'clock. Because for some reason it kind of makes the day shorter. I don't quite know how. But psychologically. Apparently, was it... Agent Chris, was it BT vans that they're not allowed to spark up cigarettes now? Yes. Thank you. They can't spark up fags in BT vans. That... That's insane, isn't it? 
If you're driving to go and fix someone's phone, or whatever it is BT do, I'm not 100% sure these days, you should be able to spark up a silk cut, or roll uh, your own cigarette, or whatever it is your fancy. 0870 There's a rule down here, in the canteen downstairs, well, one of the rules is that they serve really manky food now. Uh, another rule is that they have really small portions. But the third rule that I don't agree with is that instead of real plates, we don't, we don't get real plates here. We get polystyrene little kind of, um, like chip things, you know, that you, you fold over. So what you do is you put your food in, in the, the polystyrene thing and you put the lid over so it's closed. They don't trust you downstairs. You have to open up the container and show them what you've purchased so that they don't, you don't try and rip them off. I, I think that is a silly rule. 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number, if you want to give us a call. Is the phone working, Chris? No one's called through. No one is calling through. Hang on one second, let me just take this call. Hang on a second. Hello? Hello? Who's this? Agent Chris. Agent Chris, hang on a- oh, I can see you've got your phone up now. This is, uh, this is Agent Chris, is it? Yes. How come n- you're the only person that's calling the show, and you're my producer? I was just testing the system. Well, can you go away? Can we get a caller to test the system? Sorry. Thank you. There we go, he's gone. Maybe, what am I doing wrong? Normally the phone's, normally the the switchboard is a light here with like two, three calls. Are we not going out on the wireless? That would be good, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be good? The lost, the lost smile sessions of, uh, can someone, can someone just give us a call? 0870-9090-973. What am I doing wrong today? I should have three calls racked up here at least. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's, let's go to, um, let's, let's, let me take this one. No, I know how to do this. This is deadly. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hello. This is David. You're on the air. Yeah. What's going wrong? Why, why is no one phoning me up today? Ian, that's one of those days, you know. What do you mean, but what, one of those days, you know? What, 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 what am I doing wrong? It's a good topic. What rules don't you agree with? Good topic. I know it's a good topic, but the thing is, you are late. You had Anne to actually queue in. You are late. So that's why people are just waiting for you to wake up. Sorry, what? I was you were late. I was late. Yeah, but I was waiting for you to get oh, to support oh, my Oh, oh no! Do you want the truth, my friend? Can you I handle the? Apologize. Can you can you handle the truth, my friend? She <laughs> was she was early. Oh, okay. She was a minute, a whole sixty seconds early. Oh, okay, okay. My bed, my bed, my bed. Your bed, David. Thank um, you very much. Let's let's try. Um, sorry, Chris is doing his job, but I'm steaming in now. Hello, who's this? You're on the air. Hello. Hello, you're on the radio. Ian, it's working. It is working. Why? But why it's is no one calling in? Who is this? <laughs> Dean. Dean? Yeah. Hello, Dean. But why is no one calling in, Dean? I'm putting out a very strong topic here. Things, rules that you don't agree with. I was expecting the switchboard to light up like the sky! Maybe you need to change the subject, because it's not lighting up, then. <laughs> okay, give, give me a subject I can do that's going to get people calling in. The weather. You're taking the mick, aren't you? No. Who would... Who, 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 who would call... It's at the moment. Yeah, I know it's snowing at the moment, but who would want to call in to talk about the weather on a radio station? The British, we love the weather, we love talking about the weather all the time. First thing you say, what's the weather like? Right. Okay, that, this is the Barry, the, uh, the Dean, sorry, I, I will challenge you now, okay. Let yeah. us, let us see, I bet that by four o'clock I have had more calls about rules that people disagree with instead of, uh, the weather. You're on. You're on, that's, I bet you're quid. <laughs> Bring <laughs> it on, my friend, we've got a bet. Bernard's in the Stamford Hill. The reason I can't phone you and can't get through to you most of the time because we're blasted out by pirates. They've been reported and nothing's been done. Okay. It's 90, they're on 97.5. Yes, we're on 97.3. I know, but they're blasted... But, but, oh, sorry, one second, I've just got to play this. 
Oh, it's broken. Ian, 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 Ian. There we go. Sorry, Ben, I just had to drop that in. Uh, so you're, you're being blasted by pirates, are you? I'll turn on the wireless now. Please, let's have a listen to a pirate radio station. Wow, this will be good. That sounds excellent to me. That's me, Bernard. I know. That's 97.3. Can you hear it? Well, I can hear it. That's very good, actually. It's very good. It's music, but it's not you. Get a, get a digital radio, Bernard. I've tried on, the, I've tried on the digital, and the signal is so strong around here... Yes. ...that it goes through to the pirates. No, the pi- you will not pick up pirate radio on digital. Well, I tried it. I... it you didn't try it. I, I, I bought a digital, and it's got, um... VHF as well, or, you know, FM, right? VHS? VHFM. Yes. And, um, I set it exactly on 97.3. Yes. And it moved over to 97.05. But no, but with the... We'll, we'll get to Benny Bennett in a minute. But with the, the, the digital, yes. you, got, you, does, you don't set it like that. You just type it, go to the name, LBC. Okay. Well, thank I, you. Bye. Bernard, thank you. He's gone. Well, that was strange. Ah, wow. It's, a, it's an odd start to the show. The weather or rules that you disagree with? Which do you want to talk about? Let's get the latest, though. LBC 97.3 Travel News with Simon Bennett. Thanks very much. We're homing in on the M3 again. Dave Lynn says, Ian, change the subject, you boring sod. Talk about something like which martial art is tougher. Well, everyone knows it's Kung Fu, so that's the end of that one, Dave. You idiot. No, well, Marcus says it all the time. Marcus Churchill is always saying sods, doesn't he? Am I think? Am I, am I correct or wrong there? Marcus Churchill. Sod, 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 See, that's an acceptable swear. And he's posh. He knows the rules. <sighs> Speaking of rules, rules, there we go, rules, rules. Uh, what rules do you not agree with? Or would you rather talk about the weather? This is the, the, this is the deal we've got going on at the moment. Stuart's in the Sutton. Stuart. Yeah, hi, mate. Hello, my friend. What can I do for you? Oh, not bad. It's a busy day deck right in the front room. Just gone outside to pick the boy up from school. It's freezing out there today. I couldn't believe the weather today. This is a call about the weather, isn't it? Yeah. It's so cold out there, I can't believe it. It is bitter out there, isn't it? There's no it denying. It's freezing, mate. Yes. And, um, that's what I wanted to say, really. I just wanted a little discussion about the weather. I think that uh, chat was right. All right. Well, they, well done. Thank you. There we go, you see. Cheers, mate. Thank you, Stuart. Bye-bye. Well, maybe I was wrong. Well, I, I think that chap may have been right. But talking about the weather on the radio is duller than discussing rules. I think. I don't know. Anyway, sorry, I'm all windy pops. So I rushed a sandwich earlier on. I've got... I bought a pudding from Marks and Spencer's. Total... Oh, do you know what it is? It's called Chocolate Overload. I've just realised it's on the Count on Us range. It means it's low fat. Oh, for f- God's sake, what did I do that for? Naz is in the St Albans. Hello, Ian. Hello, Naz. I'm a first-time caller. Hey, listen, thank you for calling, man. What can I do for you? That guy, why do you want to talk about the weather? The weather's been like this like, for the last couple of days. Well, I think it's because it's snowing for the first time in ages, isn't it? Yeah, but it's depressing because it doesn't snow, so you can't make angels in the snow. You're just stuck with all this grime everywhere. When was the last time you made angels in the snow? About uh, ten years ago. Yeah, come on. Yeah, you know you'd do it if you had a Parker coat as well. I like to write my name in the snow. You should have spoke about Parker coats. What? Why Parker coats? That's, that's a... no, do you remember them? Well, the, the big green coats with the, the yeah, furry yeah, the, rim. Yeah, the one with the furry things, and you do them up, and you get, like, tunnel vision. Yeah, I remember them. And you walk around, you should have spoke about them and asked who still owns one and who wears one. Well, Oasis still own them, don't they? <laughs> yeah, come on, I still got it. <laughs> hey, Naz, listen. 
Yeah, we're doing a new feature at the moment, and we're not sure if it works or not. It's, it's Agent Chris's one word on the street, okay? Right. And it's because we've been told we've got to make the show more topical, a little bit more newsy, and I don't really want to talk about the news. So I, right. I send Agent Chris out to talk okay. about a big news story, but in, in one word only. In one word. Can you have a listen to it and tell me what you think? Go on then. Okay, here we go. Agent Chris, 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 Agent Chris is one word on the street. Agent Chris here, I'm standing outside a shop and I've just found myself a lady. Her name is Romana. Romana, have you ever heard of the Ian Lee Afternoon Wala show? No, I haven't, no. Don't worry, we can still make this work. In one word, can you sum up your feelings about the naughty men that stole forty million pounds from a depot somewhere? Well, I think they're very naughty. But very entertaining as a news story. And if you can just shorten that sentence a little bit. What do you want want to know about them? Can you say what you feel in one word? Well, I'm not really bothered. (laughs) One word? Can you do one word? Uninterested. Uninterested is the word on the street. Agent Chris, 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 Agent Chris is one word on the street. Naz, were you shouting rubbish? She was rubbish. What? Word. Yeah. Loaded. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's, that would describe them. They're, they're, they're very... You... 43 million pounds, they're loaded. They're, the, the thing is, they can never... Sp- hang on, are we discussing oh, an issue here? They can spend it. They can spend it. How can they spend it? It's in used notes. Oh, is it? It's in used... They hang on, no, I'm not notes. getting sucked in. Naz, do you think that Agent Chris... Chris is one word on the street, satisfies our news quota? Nah, I'm, that's not really... You know what, I'm, what? I'm an LBC listener, but... No, 7.3. I think Street Boy does a better job when he goes out on the street. Street Boy from Kiss? Yeah. yeah. You're saying that Street Boy's better than Agent Chris? Yeah, you got to get... Agent Chris has got to get out of there and be... Street Boy's... Street Boy's an idiot. He's an idiot. She said it was entertaining. No, she... Yes. What? Is that what she said? She said entertaining, yes, but then uninteresting. Entertaining, one word. You, 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 Agent Chris has got to be more forceful. Agent Chris, I don't want to be forceful to strange women on the street. That's no, what this. Wait, this isn't. Street, this isn't what this show is about. He's got to give him a better story to load. To, to it's talk about. Naz, it's the biggest news story of the year so far. What? Because they they want the load of money. It's the biggest. What? Are you an idiot? It's the biggest amount of money ever stolen in this country. Yeah, no, but you know what? They're going to give it all, that, 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 them people are going to give half of it back anyway. They've already given half of it back to the Bank of England. Right. So, it's only half missing now, really, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> How, what do you mean they've, they've given half of it back? Well, that's what they said on the news. They said that securitist land, they've given half of it yes. back to the Bank of England. Anyway, listen, we're not here to discuss the merits of bank robbery and, and crime. Anyway, we're asked... I rang up to tell you. Oh, God, yes, go on, what? I rang up to tell you that, you know your slot that you do later on when you let anybody phone in? Triple M, yes. Yeah, that's better. And I liked what you were doing with the points. You know when you've done the points? You know when they told you you had to get the points in? No. Don't you remember when you had to add up all the points out of ten? Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, I do yeah, remember yeah, that, yes, you yes. Had, you, had more call, you had more people listening H- that hardcore. day, they all to give you points. Hardcore. Hey, listen, tomorrow's show, the whole three and a half hours is Triple M, called Straight to Air. Well, I'm going to ring up. That you might, we might not let you get through. I'm going to try and get through. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going to just keep pressing redial on my mobile. Okay. Well, because well, I'm, dri- I'm driving, I drive all day. I listen to. Good boy. I listen to Nick in the morning. I listen to. Hang on, I thought you. Li- I thought you listened to Street Boy. No, I listen. I listen to you guys in the morning. The bam bam. Is at lunchtime when Sandy's on. 
Is she boring? Yeah, Sandy's not been on for about I two know, and a half months. Whoever takes her place is boring. I don't even bother to find out well, who's taking her place. No, okay. Uh, Naz, anyway, listen, thank you very much. Take care. Take care, bye-bye. Isn't Naz there? Very, very critical. And you ignore him, Asian Chris. You're much better than Street Boy. Street Boy. What kind of name is... Who would want to be called Street Boy? That conjures up so many inappropriate images. Lindy? Hello. Hello there. Hello. I thought he was really good, Agent Chris. I thought he did an excellent job. He did a brilliant job. Very well done. And that we're ticking the news box, which I, is a box I don't want to tick on the show, but we have to. So yeah. the bosses are happy, so it's good. It was very good. Thank you. Very well, concise. Yes. Well, one word, yeah. in fact. <laughs> it was, yeah. Yes. Lindy, what can I do for you? Um, well, I wanted to talk to you about the... Hang on, what's that, what's that screaming noise? Oh, I'm in the playground. Oh, nice one. Are you, yeah. are, are you a mum or are you the dinner lady? I'm a mum. Nice one, okay. Yeah. That's, that's I'm good. waiting for my other child to come out of school. Um, yeah, no weather. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I'm losing I, this one. I played tennis in the snow for an hour and a half this morning. Did you? Yeah. Why are you wearing a tennis skirt? No, it's too bloody cold. Oh, oh sorry, too cold. Yeah, don't, don't you're, you're in front of kids. Come on, keep your potty mouth <laughs> to yourself. Uh, but the other thing was that they have got really silly rules in tennis. Yes, ah, here we go. We're tying it up. I like it. And what, give, give me some of the silly rules that you disagree with. Okay, you're not allowed to wear trainers. What? What are you supposed to wear? Tennis shoes. Oh, But that's they look exactly the same. That's nonsense. And you're not allowed to wear vests. You have to wear T-shirts. Oh, sorry, I've just got an image of you in a vest. Well, I, to be honest, I, just, yes. I don't take any notice. I just wear what I like anyway. Could you get sent off for wearing uh, trainers and a vest? Well, I, I might try that. I might do the double whammy and see what happens. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, Lindy, listen, thank you very much for that. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. I think the phones are working. They seem to be action-packed. Uh, I want to talk about rules that you disagree with. Uh, but it, it turns out, for some reason, that some of you would rather talk about the weather. If you just well, we've got Dorona from the Bahamas emailing that she's in the Bahamas and it's 83 degrees, or whatever. And Heather Jingles has emailed in, The whole show should be about the weather! How very dare you! <laughs> Apparently he's a weather forecaster, but they just, they just look out there and guess. Uh, oh, it's, gonna, it's February, it's gonna be cold tomorrow! Yeah, get it, get it off the C-Fax, doesn't they? 0870 is the phone number. What rules do you disagree with and... The weather. Ian, 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 um, okay, we'll play the prank call in a second. Let's go to Al. I, I hate saying prank call. It really feels like Noel Edmonds doing the Radio on Breakfast Show in 1978. Uh, Al! Hello? I'm not sure where you are. Uh, no, I'm right by Leighton Us. By, right by Leighton Loves Us? Yeah, Leighton. <laughs> oh, Leighton Buzzard? Yeah, more or less. Okay, you're right by Leighton Buzzard. Yeah. How is he? Is he alright? He's not bad, actually. Good boy, good boy. Al, what may I do for you, sir? We're talking about... Uh, would you, do you want to do, talk about the good topic about the rules you disagree with, or the boring topic, the weather? I don't know. I'll talk about the, the rules I disagree with. Come on, here we go. It's a bit crap, like, yeah. yeah, OK. Uh, yeah, the seven deadly sins. Y- yes. Yeah, well, they're not deadly, are they? Well, what, 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 what are the seven deadly sins? Gl- glut- um, gluttony? Gluttony's quite deadly. Yeah, ooh, well, it can be. 
But it can be if you glut, if you eat so much that you die. So that's that one is. Yeah, lust. Lust is deadly. It can be with the wrong person. It can be with the wrong person, and if you are unprotected. So that's that's two 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 of those things are definitely deadly. Third one, please. Um, avarice. Not quite sure what that means. No, I'm not quite sure what avarice means. Uh, uh, um, uh, isn't um, greed? We don't. Uh, well, I don't know what avarice is. I don't know either. Um, no, Chris, can, let me go to an internet, um, hang on a minute, we've got to work this out. I should know. Dictionary, there we go, dictionary.com. So, okay, what, what other ones are there while we look up avarice? Sloth. Sl- that just means like, what? Sloth. That just means like being lazy, doesn't it? Yeah. Laziness can kill you. It's av- oh. avarice, I think. There it is, click on that. Uh, sl- laziness can kill you, definitely. Next one. Um, one second, this is gonna hug me. Avarice, avarice is an immoderate desire for wealth. So that means, that means, like, lusting after money. Yeah, well, a lot of, uh, people have jumped out of buildings. A lot of people have jumped out of buildings, haven't they? To, to get money. What the yeah. hell is this guy exactly. on? Any others? Can't think of the rest, actually. Okay, uh, well, we, we got some of the seven deadly sins. Uh, uh, let's, let's see if anybody can call in with the rest on 0870 Now listen, uh, we have a, we do a thing here three times a week, kind of, thereabouts. I drop, keep dropping stuff, hang on, hang on, drop that. Uh, well, we, people nominate a friend or a relative to receive a random phone call from me, uh, and I give them a call, we have a little chitty chat, uh, and they're allowed to ask me one question, any one question they want. Uh, well, Sheila from the cop- Sheila! From Cock Foster's. Well, and I tell the person that it's me pretty quite, quite early on in the thing. It's not a prank call. Shayla from Cock Foster's got upset at this and thought it was a bit boring. And, and she, she told me I should prank. She, well, this was Sheila calling in on Monday. Would you like me to do a prank call then? I'd love you to phone someone and yeah. not tell them who you are. You want me to do that, do you? Okay. We'll, we'll do. The, the thing about prank phone calls is they're a little bit old fashioned. I, I, I will do one on Wednesday for you, Sheila. I'm here. Okay. What, what prank phone. Who should I pretend to be? Um... <laughs> this is not easy, is it? Oh, there's so many things you could pretend to be. Yes, isn't there? For example? Um, you could be from the uh, local police station saying that, that, um... They've been, been arrested, we need to arrest them for murder? Uh, no, for, for, for um, flashing in the park. <laughs> so I could accuse them of being a sex offender? Yeah. That, well, you'd find that funny, would you? <laughs> Shameful. Sorry, I was drinking some water. That was made me chuckle out loud. Uh, and she went on to say that basically I probably wouldn't be very good at prank calling. So we decided to do a prank call. We decided to do it yesterday, and we couldn't get hold of the person we wanted to do. So we did it today, and we prank called Sheila. And I thought that she wouldn't, you, you know, she would get it straight away. Oh, Ian, what are you doing phoning me up? Because, as you know, I'm not very good at voices, as you'll, you'll hear from this. She didn't have a clue. Hello? Hello, can I... I buy my papers there. So you stop in there more than once? Yes. Okay. Well, I, I go in every day for my mirror but... and, and evening standards. Okay, but technically it is the one stop. Yes. Okay, the other shops, please. Um, let me think. Round here in... It's only... only that, that's the only two shops... Oh, the chemist. Yes, the chemist, exactly. Yes, yes I thought so. Yes, the yeah. chemist, um... May I just say, uh, Sheila, yes. I have been speaking to the pharmacist in the chemist... Yes. Uh, ...and we have reason to believe that you have been stealing cough sweets from there. I haven't... I don't use cough sweets. To... It, it might sound like a, uh, farcical thing, but to the value of £25.36. pence. No. I, I don't even buy... <coughs> I might have bought... We're, we're not accusing you of buying cough sweets. That's not against the law. We're accusing you of... 
stealing cough sweets. I haven't, I haven't stolen anything. I don't, I'm not in the, I'm not, I've never stolen a thing. The only thing I buy in, um, in the chemist is, um, uh, the medicine for my husband. Yes, and that's, that's a legitimate purchase, yes. of course, that's acceptable. Yes, uh, Benelin. Yes. What, what I need you to do, uh, Sheila, if you could for me, yes. uh, is just to, to prove that you haven't been eating any cough sweets. Well, I've got lockets, but I haven't bought them lockets. in the chemist. No, you haven't bought them in the chemist, have you? No, lockets, the lockets that I bought today, <clears throat> um, now what shop did I buy them in? I either bought them in One Stop. The One Stop, again, is a recurring theme in your life, isn't it, Sheila? Um, well, let me think. Uh, no, I've never, I've, I've, in the chemist I've, I've bought the, the, uh, the Benelin. And my husband's prescription. Sheila, would you be prepared now for me to swear on oath yes. that you haven't... I mean, we could come down, we could take you into the station, we could fingerprint you, we could question you, we could put you in the cells. W what we could do is, is, is sort this out this way. If you could swear on oath for yes. me now over the telephone, you haven't stolen those cough sweets, that would yes. be fine. Yes, I swear on oath I haven't stolen You need... If you could repeat after me, please. Yes. Uh, this is Sheila in the Cockfosters. Come on, Sheila! <laughs> you love it! Oh, you're it, it Ian, you're fantastic! Ian, do a prank call where oh. you guess you tell someone they're in trouble with the police! Ian, you are... Oh, that was... Do you know what? I've always said to my husband... <laughs> I've always said to my husband that I would never be... What's the word? I would never be caught out. I don't yes. know how anyone is never caught out. <laughs> Oh, that, oh, that is wonderful. Oh, well, that was your idea. You only gave, gave me the idea two days ago, yes, Sheila, for goodness yes. sakes. Do you, do you know? Yes. I, honest to God, it, I, I, <laughs> when you said Sheila in the cockfosters, there's yes. a penny drop. Yes, I could, I could hear it dropping and rattling around oh, inside. Oh, I love can, you. Can we confirm that you've never stolen cough sweets in your life? <laughs> Yeah, we're going to play this about qu uh, quarter to three. Uh, quarter oh to four. Oh, quarter to four. Oh, quarter to three? Quarter to four. It's quarter to three now. I've got the time wrong. Oh, oh no, I'll be out by then. Well, 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 we will send you a copy. Oh, thank you so much. If you stay on the line and speak to Chris, and he'll get your address and send you a CD. Oh, thank you so much. Pleasure, love. See you thank later. You. Bye bye. Thank you. <laughs> she didn't think I could do it. Taught her a lesson. Ah, oh, come on, Edmunds. Bring it on! We're not going to do that very often. But I would have thought she would have got it. The vi it was my voice! It was virtually my voice! Just like that. All it was was just like that. Reception didn't know it was me. Reception had just called up. Who do they think it was? Hey, come on! It turns out I've got another voice. It's this voice. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Joe's in the plasto. Hey, Hello, Joe. Ian. Hello, Joe. Hi. Hello. It's not about the weather. Thank God for that. It's a boring thing. thing. It's about the rules. Rules that you disagree with. I do disagree. Come on then, what are they? Mm, used to wear contact lenses. Yeah. Recently made unemployed. Yes. Not my fault. No, well, you say it's not your fault. No, really not my fault. Okay. Went to pick up a pair of glasses on the NHS. Yes. And uh, they now made me look like Joe 90. Well, there's, well they, they, I don't think you can still get glasses on the NHS. Yeah, you so can. Can you so? 
Oh, they're so awful. But, that, but the NHS glasses always have been. No, 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 no. They had 18,000 pairs of gorgeous glasses there. Yeah. Which wholesale at £2 anyway. Right. And then they give you a choice of six pairs. Right. And now I look like Adrian Mole. Oh, but that's as, in, in many ways, that's a sexy kind of bookish look. <laughs> Seriously, there are some people out there that are going to go wild when they see you. In, in fact, one person. Adrian Mole. Oh, Adrian Mole will go lovely when he sees your specky for Well, that's... Uh, no, well, uh, well, yeah. Do I, 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 you know I'm surprised you can still get glasses on the NHS, though. I didn't realise. Are well, they even not... poor people need to see. Are they not, to, like, the traditional... You remember the, the, the NHS glasses they used to give out? Um, they're, they're more hideous now. Oh, really? Yeah, they're, they're sort of moulded plastic. Oh, man, that's a shame. They're gorgeous. They've got really, really thick lenses, too, like well, Mr. Magoo. That's, well, that's your fault. That's your eyes' fault they've got thick really? lenses. That's not the fault of the NHS. Well, clearly, no, but they could make them slightly thinner, but they told me that would cost me £50 more. Pounds. But if they make them slightly thinner, then they won't do the same magnification. They do. They what? do. But if they're, they're thinner... They're light, but they cost you £50 on top. So that, that seems... I, I, don't, I do not understand glass technology. I've mentioned this on the radio before. That they don't, they don't magnify, they focus or something. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, 0870 Thanks for the call, Joe. It's time now to get the latest on the roads and trains from the LBC Travel Centre and Simon Bennett. Thanks very much. We're looking at delays on the M cent at LBC Towers. I say all of us. Some of the, some of the presenters have been sent these, these uh, swanky hot chocolates uh, that you microwave. You, they're all in the cup themselves. You put them in the microwave. We got sent some. They were stolen. Ours by Nick Ferris. Stole them. His whole team have got them. So we stole some of them back from Nick Ferris's team. And, uh, and a lot of hoo-ha, uh, brouhaha has been uh, conducted over these hot chocolates. I've got one. They're rank, to be honest. They're not. They're not worth fighting. Over. I'm going to drink it, but they're not very nice. Mm. Disappointing. Phil's in the Ashton. Phil. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Yeah. I'm finding out about these rules. Oh, yeah, rules... Stupid, stupid rules. Rules you disagree with. Yeah. Yeah, my partner's got one. You have to put the toilet seat down. Oh, God. Now, I'm always confused by this. When they say the toilet seat, do they mean the bit you sit on... That's the, ...or that's the it. cover? No, it's the cover, they reckon. So the, the cover, the whole thing, because there's two layers, so both of those layers must be down. Yeah. Well, that's just insane. I know it is. That's just nonsense. I know, because if you rush in there one in the night... Yes. And you don't realise, then you can have an accident. You can have a very serious accident, and it can go... Why does your... Why does he feel that you should have the toilet seats down? Oh, uh, she just does. She, sorry. But uh, she just feels it's more appropriate, does she? Yeah, yeah, she just does. It, um. Oh, here she is. Tell her, what's she banging on about? Uh, it's not rubbish. Phil, may I ask uh, you a personal question? What's that? Are you, in the words of the Rolling Stone, under her thumb? Basically, for that... Yeah. It sounds like, for, for everything, it sounds like she controls you. She, you're the puppet, she's the puppet master. Yeah, yeah. No, only for the toilet seat, because it's World War Three. if I don't do it. Everything else, you're in control, you the man. Usually. Nice one. Phil, listen, thank you very much. It's a silly rule. I don't get why women don't leave the toilet seat up. I was always confused, well, at least, I seem to have some clarity there, was, which is the toilet seat? Is it the bit you sit on? That's technically the seat. The rest of it's the cover. Uh, Michelle says, silly rules, on the email, Ian. At lbc.co.uk. This chocolate's made me um, feel really funny. Silly rules. You can't eat off your knife unless it's peas. How stupid is that? She's put knife. It looks funny seeing knife without the S. It looks odd. Uh, Ian, can you do the 12 caller thing again? But this time, get them all to sing a song together and they can be the first live radio choir. How very dare you, says that. That's, that's an idea. 
Well, yesterday, if you missed it, we've, we've just discovered um, how to get 12 callers on at once. We can do two. Easy. Two. No problem. Well, we can do 12 now. And it was a mess. It was fun. But it was a mess. There's something in that, getting a choir on there. Uh, George is near Wembley. Hello, George. Hey, Ian. How you doing? Hey, George. I'm fine. I know, I'm fine and dandy. Are you well? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. How are you? Yeah, not bad. What's going on in your life, George? Well, you know, I'm a driving instructor and I just drive all the way around, you know? Yay. George, and, it's, and it's not a bad job. It's okay. Do you have to... When I was learning to drive, I was still at school. Do you have to go and pick kids up from school and let them drive off in front of their mates? No, I don't do that. Okay, disappointing. I don't do that. Okay. But I make them fall at the, at the uh, zebra crossings when their friends are crossing. Yeah, nice. <laughs> That'll learn them. And then I just go, like, I just start looking at them and I go, Oi, what are you doing? Like, I, I do all the action. D- d- and people just go, oh, my God. What's the, what's the action? You know, like, the hand action. Like, what are you, what do you think you're doing? So you're waving your hands. You're not, yeah. not, you're not gesturing not, in a rude I'm not, way. I'm not really telling him off. No. But it, they, his friend thinks that I'm telling him off, you know? Good work. Nice one, George. That's good. Humiliate them. That'll help yeah. them learn. That'll make our road safer, George. You humiliating oh, children. Absolutely, absolutely. No, no. On a serious note. Yes, Seriously. But seriously, seriously, though, folks. No, but seriously. But slow. No, but seriously, though, folks. I want to say, tell me something, Ian. Yeah. Why does the traffic come to a standstill when it comes into bad weather? Now, it's a cliche. It's been said many times, particularly on local radio. But do you know what? It was. Get- I noticed it today when it started snowing. The, tr- the the traffic jams were everywhere. I was going up around Hampstead through Spaniards Row, and it the, the, it was a huge amount of traffic. It was horrendous. The weather was horrendous this morning. Mm. Freezing cold, and you know what? Even if it's a little bit of rain, let alone even snow, even if it's a little bit of drizzle, and you know what? Yeah. Traffic stands still. Yeah. George, here's a, you know, we're talking about uh, silly rules as well as the weather, which is, is an excellent topic, it turns out, but uh, silly rules is the thing. Why, when, why, one silly rule is that when you do an emergency stop, you've still got the, you've got to keep the engine running. Why is that? I don't know. You're I the driving. You're asking me. You're the driving instructor. Oh, you're George. asking me. I'm sorry. Well, I'm telling you, it's a silly. This is. Weird. I'm telling you, it's the silly rule. Basically, they just want to make sure that you can control the vehicle, and the vehicle's not out your control. But as long as you stop, why does it matter if the engine's running? Well, they say. Well, you. you know what? Thank you. I've beaten you, haven't I? No, no. You're I, I have. With that question, George, I have blown your mind. Ian, every time I switch the radio on, and you're on the on you're on the radio, you blow my mind. George, thank you. That's, that's a compliment where I come from. The 60s. Uh, Chris is in the Ashford. Hello. Um, yes. I'm just about my school. Um, yep. I'm 16 years old. Yeah, don't name the school. Okay, and... Um, just in case we say something pay, We've got to pay 10p for a glass of water. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, and also... Um, no, no! Chris, listen, this is going to upset you. I've got, I got a cup of water from uh, LBC Towers. This is free. Hang on. Yeah. Mm. Ah, free water tastes good. Yeah, yeah, shut up. All right. <laughs> and um, plasters and dressings are 10p and the dressings are 50p. This is it outrageous. Yeah, I know. Can I ask though, in the school canteen, do you have real plates? Yeah, uh, no, plastic plates. Yeah, man, this is what this is outrageous behaviour. What what can we do? To you? So, uh, supposing you had a medical condition that required you to drink water, <laughs> you, you'd have to pay, you'd have to stump up. Yep. Have you not got, in schools, in my, in my school, they used to have a water fountain? No, we have to pay for that. They like, um, they've got like a big coffee machine, it sells water in there, but that's 10p. Blimey. And when, when did this, who introduced this, this fascist rule? The 
old head teacher, and they just haven't changed it yet. Oh man, you've got to listen. This is surely if, if this were Grange Hill, you'd be all on strike. Yeah, I know. Demanding the the, the reinstation of Scruffy McGuffey, flexi time, and free <laughs> drinking water. Yeah. Chris, come on, you're you're the generation. You can make a difference. You can get free water. You can stop the war in Iraq. Come on, Chris, you can do this. Yeah, I can. But but you're probably not going to bother. Thank you very much. That, that is gen- genuinely, it's quite outrageous, but stuff it. I don't go to school anymore. I don't really care. It's as simple as that. B-A-C. Improve your home. Who is it? Stuart Hall. Not the Stuart Hall, surely. Um, has uh, sent me some MP3s, which is very kind of him. Thank you very much. Uh, but in return, he's asked me to send him some of my MP3s, including this one. Shish kebab. Yes, shish kebab. Uh, I think that's what he says. And he also wants this one. Um, where he wants this one. Now, he keeps writing. I didn't know what it was until just now. I just read it. Ian, can you send me the WAV files for shish kebab or old days? He thinks this is old days. Old days. I thought it was obvious what was being said here. Old days. 0870-9090-973. What do you think this gentleman caller is saying here? Old days. Old days. Does he say that? Let's have a go. Old oh, days! days. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. What do you think is being said there? 0870 Yes, all right. It's not old days. Thank you very much, though. Uh, Erkut is in the Chingford. <laughs> Erkut. Erkut. Hi, Ian. Hey, where are you from, Erkut? I'm from Chingford. Uh, okay, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Good yes. stuff. I can tell from your accent, yes. I should have picked yes. that up. <laughs> Originally from Turkey. And ah! Well, I live in Chingford. You're, you're Turkish, I see, sir. But bless you, sorry, I thought you were Chingfordian. Okay, so you've called in. What, what may I do for you, Akut? Right. I, I called you first time yesterday. Yes. Your, an, your um, name is almost an anagram of Turkey, isn't it? Um, no, to be honest, there aren't many people called Akut in Turkey. How do you, not, how do you spell it? E-R-K-U-T? That's it, yes. Yeah. If you had a Y, that would be an anagram of the country you come from. Um... Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many people can say their name is almost an anagram of their country uh, of birth. Um, no idea. No, no idea. Not many. Not many, no. No. <laughs> okay. Um, the reason, I called you yesterday and for the first time. Yes. Uh, we I didn't speak that, yesterday, did we? No, I just said, oops. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> All I could manage to say was oops, because I dropped my headphones. Was it in the last half hour of the show? It, it was, yes. Yes, Triple M, you called, yes, oops, yes. I do remember it. It was good fun. It was a good call. <laughs> I, well, I, you know I, what? I just, Surprisingly, just, one of the best calls of the day yesterday, I think. Um, I missed the beginning of the show. I couldn't say anything, awful. to be honest. Absolutely <laughs> awful. Um, the reason I called, when you said emergency stop, the car, why, why don't you stop the engine? Yes. Um, when you stop the engine, the brakes don't work on the car. When you stop the engine, when you stop the engine, the brakes don't work. But the, but you'll have stopped. My point is though that when you've done the emergency stop, you'll have stopped already. Yeah, but if you, what happens is it it seizes up. You need to really re- need to run the engine to be able to. But, but but if you do an emer- we'll, we'll dwell on this for forty five seconds. I think we can afford that. If you do an emergency stop, when I tap the dashboard, Mister Lee, if you uh, stop the vehicle and remain in control of it, leaving the engine running, as long as you've stopped. It doesn't matter if the engine then stops, does it? The thing is, it will stop unless you pull the handbrake. The car still needs the brakes to go, you know, unless you're on a flat, straight road. Oh, good. I don't, condo- I don't condone this. This is very naughty. But have you ever done a handbrake turn at high speed? I haven't, no. no. I haven't. May I suggest never doing it unless you're on a private road or, oh, a, or I, a gravel I, pit? I have done it on a knife. 
You've done it. Wait, right. you've done a handbrake turn on ice. On ice, yeah, it was quite fun in an empty car park. Yes. And it oh. was um, nightmare. <laughs> I, I bet it was a nightmare. We don't condone it. It's very naughty. But if you've ever done it, man, it's a rush. We had two Tony Blackburns on the show yesterday. If you missed it, it was a corker. I would thoroughly recommend getting the uh, podcast of that. It was good. Two Tony Blackburns. You can get the whole show now on the premium podcast service uh, on lbc.co.uk. As well as lots of extra stuff. Thank you. That we don't play on the radio. Uh, 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number. Uh, if you want to give us a call. Uh, we, I think we've, we've finished talking about the weather now, haven't we? No one wants to discuss the weather. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's, it's dark. And it's probably snowing somewhere in London. Done. End of conversation. It is finished. Uh, Ian, the chocolate drink you don't like can be sent to me. You can't be, Andre. It's, it's in the bin now. Um... So what were we talking about? Oh, rules that you don't really kind of get along with, that you disagree with. That's the word, isn't it? Uh, and some other bits and pieces. For some reason, we're arguing about emergency stops uh, when you take your driving test. I, I think, when I tap the dashboard, Mr Lee, if you could stop the vehicle but remain in control of it at all times. Uh, I think it's silly that you... Why would you fail if the engine stopped? What, once you've stopped, it doesn't matter if you stalled us, it's quite boring, actually. Let's not, it's quite boring, we don't need to talk about that anymore. Uh, Amanda is in the Eltham. Hello. Hello, Amanda. Hello, I'm really excited, actually. I've just walked through the front door and I've got four answer messages on my phone that never happened. Oh, play them, play them. Who are they from? Play them, oh, play, play them. them. Hang on, hang on. You have four messages. <laughs> <laughs> Message one. Oh, Shane, hang on. Skip. Skip that. Who's that? Is that your boyfriend? <laughs> No, it's my solicitor. Okay, we don't. We won't hear that. Okay. So you're in trouble with the law, and you've got a medical condition, and you've got something that we pass on to your dad. Things aren't going well for you, Amanda, are they? <laughs> Not really, no. It's, it's a dark, dark day for you. <laughs> Solicitor and the doctors all in one day. Wow. <laughs> now that's living all right. <laughs> now, why have you called in, you weird woman? Uh, uh, what I was going to say was, yes. that, um, I think it's really unfair. My boss, yes. who shall remain nameless... The male or female? Male. Pig. Six foot eight. Uh, not many of them about. He's anyway. He's not six foot eight. He is, yeah. Really? Right, yeah. Well, to be honest, you, you've virtually given away his name then by saying that because there aren't yeah, many. He, si- he will actually find this story funny. Cause okay. Not, I'm not. There's not actually. Um, will he find it funny that I called him a pig? And I did say that before I knew his height. <laughs> well, I call him a pig all the time. Good work there. Let's stuff him. Stuff him. <laughs> what up? Um, but yes. What he's done, right? We have to work in my job at. We have to work at Christmas time, and I've been in my job for five years, and we've always had the same system. And when you say at Christmas time, you don't mean Christmas Day, do you? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, oh humbug. It pants. It's really, really pants, but we ca- there's nothing we can do about it. We have to work Christmas. If it does, only if it falls during the week, obviously, we've had a couple of good years because it's actually been the weekend. Yeah. But, um, it's sort of coming It's good. Isn't it good when Christmas is on a Saturday? Good for you because you haven't got work. But then it gets, because Saturdays are kind of special anyway, but it makes Saturday really special and it makes Sunday less boring and it means yeah. you probably get Monday off as well. Yeah, Monday and Tuesday. Christmas on a Wednesday, 
Oh, that's just oh, so no, un- that's awful. It's uncomfortable, that's awful. isn't it? It is. Yeah, I don't, that doesn't sit very well with me either, no. No. Um, but, yes. anyway, we always used to have this system, yeah. okay, in, in place, which was that um, first come, first served at Christmas. This year... In terms of what? Your boss or...? <laughs> oh, I'm, no. <laughs> in terms of what? I'm confused. <laughs> holidays. And holidays. Okay, excuse sorry, me. Sorry, sorry that I was inappropriate. clear, did I? No, that was inappropriate. That's, it was inappropriate. Yeah. We... we we basically have always had the same system when it comes to holidays at Christmas, is that the first, first come, first serve. First come, it's always first worked really, really well. Sounds good. But he's changed the rules this year. Oh, God. And we've all got to go in a hat. Names out of a hat. Oh, you're joking. No. And now, it worked perfectly well for five years. Yeah. Well, when you, s- me. when you say it worked perfectly well for five years, do you mean you managed to get in there first? Well, I, I've always engineered... Christmas off because I only work three nights a week. Here we so go. I always engineer the timetable. So my job sharer, yeah. and this is really awful, she's got six children, but I always make sure she's <gasps> working at Christmas. Oh, Amanda! No, it's not awful. That is, and how many kids have you got? Oh, well, well that's, yeah, she's not twice as many as you. That's she's terrible. Not, yeah. So surely she must be happy about this new system. Um, well, no, because she, oh. the reason she's not happy was because she was the one that actually this year put in her holiday to be off over Christmas, and my boss rejected <laughs> it and said, we've got a new system. <laughs> <laughs> the first yeah, so time she, she gets it in, and she's, the first time she manages to book it in, yeah, and it's... She's, it, now the told that she's now got a one in five chance of getting holiday. So when is the big hat draw taking place? Well, it's, it's, an un, it's not been designated. There's no designated time. No designated time, OK. No designated time, but basically all those who want holiday have to, to let... All those who want holiday at Christmas have to let him know. Okay. And then once everyone has actually said yes or no, then then. How can we engineer this for you to win? You're you're, you're thinking of a way no, to I'm cheat, right. aren't you? I'm all right. I'm all, I'm all right because I don't have to engineer it for me to win because I've already won. Because I only, everyone else apart from my job share works five nights a week. Yeah. I only do three because uh, I do a job share. So I always engineer it. So I'm always. So you will not be working Christmas 2006. Sing hosannas, Amanda! It's good news for your three children. Not such good news for that poor lady who's got six kids and never see mum on Christmas Day. <laughs> I feel bad. She's been waiting 15 minutes. Snoring in the dark, but it's your time, please. I'm so sorry. Yeah, don't worry. Okay, you're getting a little bit stroppy, though, aren't you? And sorry? rightfully rightfully so. You should be angry with us. No, I'm not angry. Who am I talking to? You're speaking to Ian Lee on the radio. Yeah, no, don't worry. I have been waiting a while. I know. And my kid is going to Irish Dentist, so I won't stay too long. No, OK. He's going to where? Irish yeah. Dentist? Yeah, she's going... Well, we live in Darford, and she's going to Bexley to Irish oh. Dancing. To the... Oh, Irish Dancing! Yeah. But I'll tell you what it is. I thought... You know that uh, voice clip? I thought... Old days! Yeah. I thought the gentleman said old days. Old... My, yeah, but my daughter said, um, Katie, she said it was hoodies. So you think it's, uh, you think this is hoodies. old days or yeah. hoodies? hoodies? Yeah, no, Katie thinks it's hoodies, my well, daughter. Noreen, the woman who recorded that, his name is Philip in the South Norwood. He's yeah. on the line now. Say hello to Philip, Noreen. Hello, yeah. Noreen. Yeah, hello. How are you? Um, Philip, I'm not too bad. Is this, um, hoodies? Hoodies is, yes. That is what hoodies. I said, yes. Oh, good. Hey, right. my, my daughter said it here, and I said, no, you must be joking, so I thought I'd ring in her behalf. Well, no, it was, it was, it was done a little while ago, and it was definitely hoodies, Norwin. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, well, listen, thanks a lot. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> do we, do you want to know, do we win anything? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I, I don't know what Ian, you know, whether Ian's got I any mugs left. 
yeah. You might have a mug or, or something. He's saying to go to Irish dancing. I gather that is very, very popular, isn't it? Yeah, Katie's gone. Good, that, uh, it is a very, you know, very competitive and very you know, good thing. Yeah, because if she was making the money that Michael Flatley makes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Maybe, she, you know, maybe, you know, I mean... Uh, they're going to need more and more dancers over the years, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Do you dance? It is, yeah, it is. And people are very laid back as well. Yes, yes, it yeah. certainly, <laughs> certainly is. I think I think Ian's left us to talk for ourselves, you know, talk between ourselves. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Anyway, I need to say... It's nice to... to talk to you, Philip. All the best, Noreen, all the best. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and I'll talk to you again. Do I say goodbye to Lee? I think he's listening. He, he's not admitting he's listening, but I, I think he is listening to us. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yes. Well, tell him I said good luck, and um, and it was nice to talk to you, Philip. All the best. Thank you, Noreen. Yeah, and take care. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> Philip, thank you for that. Okay. Uh, you did that very well, and they will always need more dancers. You're correct there. Yes, exactly. Um... I wasn't going to ring in today, Ian. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't have anything to say, but... Oh, no. Well, you do. You've become a hero, because this guy's been asking me to send the clip of you saying old days. Old but days. Old days. That, that's obviously hoodies to me. But, Philip, what would be brilliant, could you say, in exactly the same tone as this... Old days. Could you say old days for us? So we have both. I'll have a go. Here have we go. A sound. Old days. Is oh, that too... That was terrifying. Hang on. Listen, have a listen, then do it straight off. Here we go. Uh, listen to this. Old days. Old days. It's more like, old days! I knew I wouldn't be able to recreate it. Uh, try it once more, OK? OK. Old days! Old days! Philip, that'll do. Thanks very much. Oh, dear. I love Philip. He's no longer the leader in the big quiz. And he found out on this show yesterday when I told him. I thought he knew. <laughs> I thought he knew he wasn't going to win a thousand pound. That some woman called Kerry is, who I'm sure is a delightful lady. But she's not out, Philip. Uh, Ian, the main rules I disagree with are the rules of physics, especially the ones that say one tonne of feathers is lighter than one tonne of bricks. I know it's a, it's a crazy rule, but you have to agree with that rule. Ian. Toilet seats. This is from Chris. From Horsham. Let's say, three out of four of the times you go to the toilet, you go for a number one. So, four out of four times, women need the seat down, and men need it down one out of four times. So, in total, it needs to be down five out of eight times, meaning that is why the rule exists to leave it down. However, this is confusing, stick with it. If men leave the seat down only one out of four times, and women leave it down four out of four times, that'll be five out of eight times it's left down, which is completely fair to what actually happens. Women cannot argue with these figures. You've dazzled them with science there, uh, Chris. Well done, you. Simon's in the Gants Hill. Afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon, Simon. Uh, can I tell you, I'm busting for a wee. Oh, OK. Let me first of all say... The game of sweets, was it Monday or Tuesday that you had? Um, when, when we played the sweet game with, uh, with Gregory. Yeah, was it, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. I think so, hang on. Hey, my sweet baby, come on, baby, come on, sweetheart. Yes? Yeah, it, can I just say, it was the finest piece of radio I've you. heard for... God bless you, Simon. Thank you very much. It's a good game. It's my game. I invented it, uh, and Gregory. But Gregory beats me at it every single time. Is there going to be a rematch coming up soon? Well, that's the second time he plays. He he hasn't called us for four months. And the first time he called, we played the sweet game. The next time he called, we played the sweet game. Every time Gregory calls, Simon, I guarantee you, we will ignore his point. We will play the sweet game. Let's have. uh, Let me have one more. Hang on. Sweet baby, sweet baby, come on, come on, come on. Don't leave me alone. 
I love it. I love it. It was great. It, I was laughing so much I could fall over. It was, it was great. Bless you. Well, yeah, you're up on something. You mentioned just before the news at 4 o'clock. Yes. Simon, your phone's breaking up. Well, I mean, I'm in a tunnel. Right. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Right. The gentleman that called up before the news... Yes. It was from Chingford. Yes. Oh, uh, Etuk. Yeah. Yes. Now, you referred to him as a Chingfordian. Etuk. Yes, I did. He's, he's a Chingfordian. He's a, he's a Turkish Chingfordian. Aye. Right. Okay, now, I lived in Chingford for 25 years. Yes. I never, ever heard anyone referred to as a Chingfordian. You've made that up. I haven't made it up, Simon. What's happened is, you've learnt something today. Okay, so where did you where did you get that information from that people from Chingford are called Chingford? Well, it's it's a known fact. What do you call people who are from Liverpool, Simon? Liverpudlians. Yeah. What do you call people from Manchester? Mancunians. Yeah. And you and where did, where did you get that from? Where did you learn that from? Well, that is a, that is a that I could you know that is a where did Simon? Where did yeah. you learn it from? Okay, it's a fact. Okay. But Chingfordians. Chingfordians yeah. is a fact that you've no. not heard. There are many facts you've never heard. That's one of them. No, I don't think Chingford is a significant town as Liverpool or Manchester. Well, you will upset the people who live in... You'll upset the Chingfordians, then, by no, saying that. you've upset it because you've made it up. I've not made anything up. What, what, why are you so... Because up- why have you been an expert on Chingford? Simon, why are you so upset that there's a bit of information you didn't know? Why are you upset? Why, why are you scared? Simon, why are you scared to learn something? No, because I don't think... I think you've made it up. I don't why? think if it was a fact, I'd accept it. I think, I live in Ilford now. What does that make me? Does that make me an Ilfordian? Ilfordian. No, there's no name for people who live in Ilford, of course. Right, exactly. Well, right. everyone, everyone knows that, though. It's just nonsense. But Chingfordian is an accepted word that has been around for over 200... Dude, I can explain the historical relevance of it if you want me to. Yeah, please. It's quite dull. No, I'd like to know. Over two... I, I do know this for a fact, and I'm not going to tell you how I know this, but this is a fact. Over 250 years ago, uh, when Chingford was first kind of... Not created, but they first got together, uh, and it was mainly farmers, and there was a lord that lived there, and the lord declared that the people who farmed the land in Chingford would, yeah. from that day hence, be known as Chingfordians. How... Right, how is it you know so much about Chingford? I've studied history. Well, I don't think you even know where Chingford is. Uh, what, what's that got to do with it? I know uh, the history of Chingford. You've lived in Chingford, yes. and I know more about Chingford than you do. No, I do. Right. Well, give me two other facts about Chingford. That's, that, that's irrelevant. I've given you one fact that you didn't know. Yeah, I've given you two facts. Yeah. I've told you the history of the term Chingfordian. I'm not, I think you've made it up. But, but I, you're... I want to hear from any other people who live okay. in Chingford or have ever lived in Chingford that have heard of Chingford, people living in Chingford being called Chingfordians. Simon, listen, thank you for your call, but, but please don't ever be afraid to learn a new fact and go, hmm, do you know what? I never knew that. Chingfordian, it's a fact. If you've just missed... Uh, now, Duncan in the Newbury has raised a good point. He wants us to put some of the, uh, the sound bites we have. For example, this. I've got a mouthful of sausage. On the website, he's saying, if, uh, a mouthful, I've got a mouthful of sausage will be a brilliant text message alert for my mobile phone. Well, I think we can do it. We can definitely put that on the website. I've got a mouthful of sausage. But then, I don't know how you make that into a text alert on your phone. Can someone explain it to us? 0870 If it's possible, we'll do it. So what we're going to do, at some point, give us a week or so, Duncan and Newbury, uh, we will put some of the clips. We'll put, um... I've got a mouthful of sausage. And maybe we could put, um... Cuckoo, cuckoo. And let's see. We, I suppose we could put this up there as well, couldn't we? Okay. We'll put those on the website. And then I guess I don't... Oh, how... Thank, Lady Alex, please, calm down. Well, let it go. 
<coughs> if they're on the website, how then do you make that your text tone? Wouldn't it be good? I would like that. If, if I got a text... Would I? Oh, I've got a text. That would be good, wouldn't it? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. If you could tell me how the hell that would happen, and we will keep you informed, Duncan and Newbury, uh, when they are on the website. We can do that. We got the power. Um, we're talking about what rules do you agree with. We're not talking about the weather because it's boring. And well, saying that, we're talking about emergency stops, and that's quite boring. Belinda is in the Streatham. Hello. Hello, Belinda. Hiya. Um, it's uh, it's not an automatic fail if you stall. On the emergency stop. Okay. Well, can, well, well, while you're talking about this, can we bring in Alan in the Bracknell? Alan, can you listen to Belinda and then tell me if you agree or disagree with her? I need bother. Ooh, that, that surprised me. <laughs> Go on, Belinda. We've got, um, a, we've got a, a, a scotch. Okay. Not, not, not an automatic fail if you stall on the emergency stop, but the reason they like you to keep the engine running is in case you need to move away quickly after having stopped. Okay. So that's the idea behind it. Alan, do you agree? I do agree with that, yeah. Well, then that's that problem solved. If, if I could just add to that and expand on it. Oh, okay. Belinda, he's going to add and expand. Good, good. If, if you consider when you do an emergency stop... Yes. You're actually in a driving position on the road. You, yes, you are. You certainly you're are. You're not pulled over, you're not parked, so you're actually a hazard. Right. So you keep the engine running and you then either pull over to the side of the road or you continue... But if you've had to stop in an emergency, then that, then everyone else is going to stop behind you anyway. Mm-hmm. So why... There's no sense in prolonging that. There is no sense in prolonging it, but do you know what I mean? How long does it take you to turn the key and start your car? What, a whole a whole second? But if you've got somebody bearing down on you quite quickly, perhaps from the side, if you're in a, at, a, at a junction, maybe. They need to do an emergency stop. They might need to, yes. So, so but it doesn't matter if they, they stall as long as they stop without hitting you. Well, on the, remember on the test, it's a simulated emergency stop, which actually is now called a controlled stop rather than an emergency stop. Well, you say simulated, what do you mean? You, um, they don't actually make a child run out in front no, of the car? No, no, unfortunately they don't. What? Um... Perhaps they should. <laughs> it's, it's an idea, there's a... With some of these hoodies, these 15-year-old hoodies, maybe that's what they should do. Well, I think in this area we could find quite a few, yes. That, that would stop street crime. We get 15-year-old little so-and-sos <laughs> who've mugged old ladies. We get the uh, uh, test instructor to hold them at the side of the road, push them out in the road. If you stop, well done, they get to go free. If they don't, if you don't stop, well, that's their lesson learnt the hard way. Indeed. Belinda, yeah, Alan, thank you very much for that. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. I think we've we've solved the ha- uh, the uh, emergency stop phenomenon. Mm, no. Uh, Ian, uh, what's the weather like in your studio? My weather is very cold and wet. I don't like it. Are you bored yet? Yes, I am. Uh, Pierce, I loved Agent Chris's one word on the street. That was good. You missed that. If you've only just tuned in, you've missed that, which was pretty darn good. Uh, Ian, the seven deadly sins are droopy, smelly, prancer, dancer. Oh, I don't know the rest. Ask Snow White, she'll tell you. I don't think that's the seven deadly sins, is it? I think there's some confusion going on there. What are we talking about? Let's have a quick reminder. Uh, we're talking about rules that you disagree with, that you just don't quite get. And we don't mean laws, we don't mean big things like that, uh, but maybe it's having to go to someone's house and take your shoes off. Someone sent in an email saying that. Kelly in the Teddington did. Uh, maybe it's the rule of having to stand on the right-hand side and walk down the left uh, on the escalators in the underground. 0870. 9090973 is the phone number. Pat is in the Stansted. Hello there. Hello, Pat. Um, I'm a great one for correct use, use of correct words, but I like looking things up in dictionary. Mm. Liverpudlian. Yes. Was, uh, came about in 1833. Okay. Manchurian. Now, how would you spell that? Manchurian? Yeah. As in Manchurian candidate or Mancunian? Uh, Manch- when, when you were saying uh, uh, somebody who lived in Manchester. That's a Mancunian. And how do you spell it? M-A-N-C. Correct. U-N. Q. 
Manchurian. More Mancurian or Mancunian? There's You're boring Manchurian, me now. Manchurian, NCH. However, Manchur- the uh, resident of Manchester... You're boring me now. ...are both in the dictionary, but sadly not Chingfordian. But it does exist. But it's not in the dictionary. That's irrelevant. Why? Not every word is in the dictionary, of course. Well, if you have an up-to-date one, it, it should be. Now, I just wh- thought it's interesting. Wh- I'm not wh- arguing about it. Wh- I just wanted no. you to... We're, no, we're going to argue, because you're saying I'm wrong. What, what, I, no, when I, is didn't your... say, I didn't say you were wrong. You did. You are saying that. When, when is your dictionary from? What year? Um, 2003. Well, it's, it's three years old. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So it, no, it is... Just, I was just interested, because mm. um, I thought Liverpudlian would have been quite a... Um, sort of up-to-date modern word, but it isn't. It was 1833. Yeah, they're very old. Well, and you've learnt something else today. So you've learnt Liverpudlian and you've learnt Chingfordian. I, I've learnt Manchurian and Man- Manchunian, and I didn't realise there were two words. But no, there's not. There's not. There's, it's Mancunian. For a Manchester? Yes, Mancunian. Yeah, but a Manchurian for somebody from... Manchuria. Manchuria. Interesting. Yeah. Well, was, there's a film, The Manchurian Candidate. Yes, that's right. But I didn't even know where Manchuria was until I looked it up. Where is it? Uh, China? So, so there again, I've looked, I've learnt something. Where is Manchuria? No idea. Oh, so you still don't know? Well, it's in the, chi- it's in the Chinese area. It's in, it's in the Chinese area. Yeah. Which is, let's be honest, it's <laughs> quite a big area, the Chinese one, it isn't is it? It's quite big, but I mean, that'll do for today. That'll do for today. Yeah. Pat, thank you for that. Okay. Well done. You see, people, are, people think I'm making this up about Chingfordian. I've had a lot of emails uh, from Conrad, um, from uh, David Jones... Uh, from uh, Rebecca, that the Chingfordian is a, is a proper word. I don't like the people accusing me of kind of you know making this up. Tomorrow, <coughs> excuse me. Can I say it's been a long time coming? You've asked for it. We've kind of well, no, we I've not relented. I've wanted to do this for ages. Agent Chris is the one who's getting stroppy. Tomorrow, the whole show, three till six thirty, is Triple M, Mixed Mental Mayhem. If you if you don't listen after six o'clock. Uh, then you miss this. It's where we take the call straight to air. There's no screening, uh, so anyone can get through. Sometimes it's a mess. Sometimes it's very funny. Tomorrow, the whole show is going to happen. I know it's going to LBC off a lot of people, because some people hate it. Some people love it. Some people hate it. It's weird. Uh, Yasser in the Stratford, are you looking forward to the Triple M tomorrow? Um, I, I'm not sure. The whole show, three and a half hours of calls straight to air. Ooh, you know that when I listen to tri- Triple M... Yeah. Some of it's good when they play music or something or mm. jog, but some of it's r- rubbish. Some of it, I'm yeah. going to say that. But that's but that that's what that makes the good bits even better, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I was phoning in about um, what rules I don't get. Yeah, rules you don't get. Well, I don't know if you'll get this because you're not into sports yourself. No. I don't get football rules. Because they change the rules all the time. They do. Well, I, they've got rid of the golden goals now. I used to like the golden goal. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that, I think that have a change. They changed that about a year ago. All right, calm down. Sorry. No, yeah, that was quite exciting. But I didn't give the other chance to the team. If one team scored, yeah. the other team couldn't score. Then then they changed that, it. that was the golden goal. Then they changed it to the silver goal. But then, but but, but the golden goal meant that you could. That you really had to just go for it and go for it and push and push and push. And if you scored, the other team. Lost. The game was finished. But what's the silver goal? That yeah. you've made this up. No, no, that's actually true. What right. is, you know, um, before, uh, it's a golden goal is, if the one team scores, the game finishes. Yeah. Um, and this time, um, if you score in one half of the game, yeah. it carries on until the end of that half, and if the <laughs> score is the same, then it ends the game. That doesn't happen. It did happen. That doesn't happen. You know, in extra time, there's 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, 15, two 15-minute periods. 
what halves we call them. We're yeah, not yeah, American. Half, whatever you want to call them. Well, halves. Let's not, uh, let's not get uh, all that half looking. Yeah, yeah. Well, halves. Um, yeah, if, so, if, like, if one team scored in the first half of the game. Anyway, yeah, so listen, let's, let, please. There's a, there's a question that's. Uh, You're boring oh, me all now. All right, all right, Clive, that's uh, not fair. Okay. That's not fair. Two questions, yes, that's my Doctor Who correspondent. Are you ready for the questions? No, I'm not. The but second no, episode. I'm not, because I'm not feeling very well this week, so that's why I haven't answered, because I'm not feeling that good this week. The second episode. Of no, the... I, I said to you, I'm not feeling that well this week, so that's why I've not. I said that to you already. Not feeling that good this week. The second episode Thank of the two part Cybermen story in the new Doctor Who series will be called. I said, I, I don't know that, I said that to you. You will be able to preview footage from new Doctor Who episodes on your... You said that mobile. You said that after I hanged up yesterday, you said that mobile. So your answer is... Mobile. Well done, so you got one right, the one that I gave the answer <laughs> to you. Yes, yeah, so you're, you're my Doctor Who correspondent. Yeah. Maybe not tomorrow, because t- tomorrow two correspondents get the sack. I'll email you one, I'll email you, I'll probably email you an update tomorrow. Yeah, you'd be well enough for that, will you? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had a really good week this week. Hello, I'm... McCall, the travel guy, would have spelled his name with an O, not an A. Yes, I know I'm on the radio. I can hear myself in my ears. I'm aware of that. We've had an email from, uh, Andy McCall, but I don't think it's that Andy McCall. Ian Sack, the Doctor Who correspondent, he's useless. Um, and, uh, then Stephen in the Chester says, Ian, leave Yasser alone. He's on sick leave, not bunking off like you. Well, that's rude. Uh, Ian, my kettle died on me a few days ago. I can't get to the shop to get a new one until next week. What's the best alternative method of making tea? Boil on the hob or microwave? Oh, boil on the hob. You can't microwave water, can you? Can you? That can't be right. I wouldn't microwave water. Lucy's in the pens. Lucy, can you microwave water? Um, I'm not sure. I don't think it tastes as nice, actually. No, I don't- I think because of the radiation poisoning in it makes it slightly uh, unpleasant to taste. (laughs) I would have thought, what's, what, what's wrong with boiling a, a pan on the hob? Yes, it takes a long time, but that's perfectly fine. That's what we, I, you're probably too young for this, but when I was young, we used to boil, uh, we didn't have a kettle, and we'd boil water on the hob. Yeah, my mum, my mum's done it before now. Okay, I'm not as, I'm not as old as your mum, Lucy, that's, that's... No, no, I'm not that's, saying you are. That's rude, that's rude to do that. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, Simon says, Ian, when you go to the commercials, do you dance around the studio naked? I like to think that you do. We had to stop that because there were complaints, so we, we've stopped doing that, I'm afraid. I'm fully clothed. Lucy, what can I do for you? Um, I just wound up with the seven deadly sins for you. Yes. Um, Lino says, weren't the Seven Deadly Sins a soul combo from Philadelphia who gave us such hits as Walk Away Renee and Standing in the Shadows of Love? I think so, but that's not the Seven Deadly Sins we're after. No, uh, the ones I've actually got are Pride, Envy. Yes, there's two. Gluttony. How can Pride kill you? Well, Pride comes before a fall, doesn't it? So, yes, okay. What? Lust. Four. Anger. Five. Greed. Six. And Sloth. Do we have Avarice? Uh, well, that's eight. <laughs> Surely being stroppy has is, is got to be a deadly sin, hasn't it? Being a bit stroppy? Being muddy? You would think so. That's nine. Go, go, sneezy? That's ten. There's ten we've got so far. What's happened here? <laughs> I have no idea. It's kind of got a little bit messed up. There's actually a quiz on the internet as well, which you can actually do. Um, yeah, I'm all right, cheers. You kind of tick the boxes and it tells you what kind of deadly sins and what level they're on. Well, what, what, what? About yourself? Agent Chris is insisting I do it. Agent Chris, I'm going to do it, but I bet it's quite dull radio. But you've, my producer has told me to do it. What's the website, Lucy? Um, it's www. I'm there, yeah. The number four. 
What, the, the number four? No, you just type in four. Yes. D-E-G. D-E-G? Yeah. Chris, I told you it'd be dull. We've not even got to the quiz yet. <laughs> Do you want me to email you the, um... Don't the say it. Is, is it a mucky website? No, it's not a mucky okay, website. Okay, so D-E-G. Yeah. R-double-E. R-double-E. Four degree. Is that four degrees? Yeah, you could have just said that. Yeah. Dot com. Dot com. Yeah. Chris, you... Oh, no, I've just gone there now. Yeah. Yeah, slash. <laughs> M-I-S-C. This is so dull, yes. Oh, sorry. No, it's not your fault. It's my producer, Agent Chris, who's kind of in charge of the content of this show, has uh, told me to do this. He's now regretting it. Tough, Chris, we're doing it. Right, then it's... Dash I've got a mouthful of sausage. Sorry, sorry, yes. Then it's slash seven. Slash seven, yep. Underscore deadly. Oh, God. I can't even do an underscore. Deadly, yes. Underscore sins. We haven't even got to the quiz. It's going to be so boring. Yes. Cheers. Dot HTML. Dot HTML. I've got to type yeah. that. Okay. File not found. Brilliant. Well done. <laughs> well done. There we go. That's that feature. No, Chris, we're going to see. No. No, don't make the slashing motion to your neck. We're going to carry on. Fourdegrees.com forward slash MISC forward slash seven. Yeah. Underscore deadly. Yeah. Underscore sins. Yeah. Dot HTML. Yeah. No, let's get rid of that HTML bit. That won't be helping us there. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work. Oh well, I've got it up on my computer in front of me. Well, I think you're making it up, Lucy. <laughs> I'm not making it up. Well, anyway, th- this is no. Uh, this okay. What what uh, does, has it told you about yourself? Um, I'm not willing to say. <laughs> well, why not? Because I don't want to. Well, why not? Because I don't want to. Well, but why not? Because I don't want to. But why not? Oh, because I don't want to, Ian. Does it say you're filthy? Uh, that would be telling her, I can't say. I think you've told us the answer there, Lucy, and I appreciate that. Well done, Chris. Well done. That's the man. Let's let Chris, let's this is for you as you're the man in charge of the content. You made us go with that. Well done. Well done. Jose- Josephine is in the bonnet. Hello, darling. Hello, my love. How are you? Hello. Someone, can I just say thank you to Danny in the Upminster who sent me a tape today? Thank you, Danny. I got it, yes. I just want to say I'm really enjoying your show, but I would like to ask What's that you... noise? Oh, oh, that's... Hold on. Oh, I haven't got my seatbelt on. I've just got to go... I'm just going... I'm just in the car. I've got to go and pick my son up from the station, but I have... that's my... Hold on. I'll just put my seatbelt on. Okay, hang on. You just hang on a minute, Ian. I'm just putting a seatbelt on and the thing's going to stop. Right, stop now. Are you still there? <laughs> Yes, I'm here. Go on. Oh, I'm, right. I'm teasing you because you were making okay. me laugh. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yes. Um, I just want to know how your cat is. Yeah, she's, heard, she's heard fine. That. She woke me up today. You know we had another cat in the flat yesterday? No, I didn't hear that. I oh, I was woken up at half past five yesterday morning by, right. by a cat going... <laughs> in my flat. And I woke up thinking, oh my God, my poor little velvet... She yeah. was on the bed next to me. There was another cat in the flat, and I had to chase it out. How did you get in, then? Through the in cat the flap. Ground floor? Through the oh, cat flap. Okay. Also, I want to thank you, because... Uh, you, I'm, not fi- I'm not finished my cat story, Josephine. Oh, God, okay. And this morning, at half past three, I was woken up by my cat who toppled over a chest of drawers. Oh. Actually made the whole thing collapse. Oh, my God. Little so-and-so. But, wait, can, I, can I get on to my cat story now, please? I'm, I'm parked now, on the bus stop. Wait uh, we we can't park on the bus stop, Josephine. It's against well, the no, law. I'm, I'm not really on the bus stop. I'm just sort of just nearly on it, but not quite. Are, you, blo- are you blocking buses? No. Josephine, let's have your story. Right. Okay. After this. 
As chairman... I got a bigger... Uh, agent, sorry, we're talking about cats. Uh, Josephine, we're talking about cats when they go to the toilet in their litter tray. And uh, yeah. Lady Alex behind the glass has got a new cat. And right. I was saying, does the cat... Uh, male or female, Lady Alex Pip? Female. Does, does she hang her bottom over the edge of the litter tray and go over the edge? Yes, of course she does. Chris, who doesn't have cats, saying, Well, get a bigger tray. But they'll still go over the edge. I got a new tray for my mum's cat, and it's got a rim on it. So that the cat, in theory, can't go over the edge of the litter tray. She does. She does. Josephine, let's have your cat story. Oh, why doesn't the cat go in the garden? Go well, my, my cat does. My mum's cat doesn't go out. Oh. She, she's uh, got, used to get really badly bitten up and she's too timid to oh, go out. Okay. Anyway, let's have your cat story. Okay. Um, After the... I've done this. Oh, come on. Okay, this is important. This is £100,000. You were talking about a blooming cat. Is that for me? No, it's not for you. Listen, please. This is very, very important. And if, if I don't do this, then it's, it's bad, bad news for everybody. Let me know if you think I do this well, Josephine, as well. Okay. Kerry from the Romford is still in the lead on the big quiz with 320 points. If you think you can do better, call 09016-339-973 right now. You could win £100,000. That's 09016-339-973. Of course, cost 40 pence from BT Landline. The big quiz is on Monday to Friday nights from 7. That's great. With Gary King. He's a great broadcaster. <laughs> that's, that is the end of it now. I've finished it. Didn't mention no. his name. I ad-libbed the Gary King bit. His name is not mentioned on there. She, no, you can't. You can you had a bit of paper. It's there. Okay, Josephine. How did you think I did that? So she, if, if, the, if Kerry's from Romford, would you call her a Romfordian? A, a what? A Romfordian. I would call her a Romfordian, yes. You would? Yes, it's, it's the right word. Okay, right. My cat, yeah. I've had for eight or for 12 years, actually. Oh, and, dear. Um, I'm sorry. No, oh, it's still alive, is it? Yeah. Oh, but, God. but he never ever drinks water, and I tried. Do you remember you said if you put the water in a different place, put it in a different room? It. Yeah. Well, I did. I put it by our, in the, in our sitting room by the fireplace. Yeah. And he walked in, strided over to the bowl of water, and started lapping. We could not believe it. And I said, Ian Lee told me to yes, do that. Yes. Yes. Shall I say who told me to, to do that? Y- you. No, but who told me? I don't know. It, I, it was my boss, Scott Solder. Isn't that amazing? He, that, I that's the, you did it yourself. That, well, I did it, but I learnt it from Scott, because my cat never used to drink. She'd always drink the dirty water from next door sand pit. Uh, oh. And Scott told me to, to do that, and uh, as I do that's everything... Really good. It works. Everything oh, my boss says, and it works. It does work, yeah. doesn't it? Another thing, if I just may I say... Hang on, I, I mentioned that about three months ago. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I listen to you every day. Okay, I, I like you. Um, I just wanted to say that I saw you on TV on that celebrity soup thing you say, you do. Yeah. And your gym is obviously, you're going to the gym, it's really helping. You look really hey, quite on. more muscly than you, because you look like a bit of a, la- um, a bean pole. Uh, you've got you a, lan- a lanky bean pole, yes. I was a lanky bean pole. I'm, I'm filling yeah. out a bit, aren't I? You're, not, you're looking good, looking good. Looking buff. Would you, Josephine? Pardon? I say, would you? Would I? You're too young for me. How old are you? <laughs> How old? I'm young, don't I? Um, I'm older than you. You're 32. I'm I'm 39. Oh God, that's only I'm going to be 30. That's only six and a half years. Well, all right then. Go on then. Fine. <laughs> what, what what would your fella say? Um. Uh, well, you know, I don't think he'd like it actually. Well, we we don't need to tell him, do we? How do you know I've got a fella? Ah, <laughs> Josephine, I know many many things. What we calls after this? Could be. That is the way it should be. Now, it's been a bit. It's been a good show today. Been a good couple of shows, all in all. Uh, this hour we've got the five thirty-eight daily correspondent update daily at five thirty-eight. Uh, that's coming up for the show summary. 
And then, of course, after six, we'll take your call straight air, playing Triple M. And uh, we've got an MP3 for you. Well, I can't remember what MP3... Uh... Oh, it's a Barry one. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's, it's a Barry one, talking about chins, I think, that someone's put to music and edited. It's, it's, it's quite good. should be good. Um, Alex is in the Gant Hill. Hello, Alex. Hello. Hey, Alex. Oh, did we speak yesterday? Yeah. Ah, now, I, you were the mumbling chap, weren't you? Yeah. Now, we gave you, so you're, basically, let's, let's remind everyone, you're, how old are you, 11? Uh, 10. 10 years old, and your mum tells you off for mumbling. Uh, not tells me off, just, yeah, sort of tells me off, yeah. she, But she says, she points out that you're a mumbler. Yeah. And we were, we were dissing mumblers yesterday, because no one wants to be a mumbler. You called in for some tips on how not to be a mumbler. We recorded this, what, let me see what this is. Ian Lee, L, on LBC, 97.3. Yep. That was you at the end of our, uh, uh, uh anti-mumbling lesson. Uh, and you sounded very, very good there. You said you'd call me today and let me know what the reaction was to your new way of speaking. How did it go, Alex? Uh, uh, they, they, I haven't been told off yet. Been told off? No. So you, but has your mum said, wow, Alex, you're speaking really clearly? She, she sort of said, um, uh, your voice has changed. Your face, voice has changed? Yeah. So that's good. So she's noticed the difference. Yeah. This is good. And are you doing it as... Uh, I know sometimes it's, you know, because you've got to learn a new way of speaking. Sometimes you're going to start mumbling again without really realising. But are you making an effort to, to enunciate properly and say the words and push them out? Yeah. Good work. And does it feel, does it feel different? Yeah, it does. Does it make you... I think... I used to mumble when I was very young. I used to be a mumbler. And then I started talking properly. Uh, and I think it makes you feel a little bit more confident, doesn't it? Uh, sort of, yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Thing is, as well, you, 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 this is this is your first day as well. You wait in a week, in a month, in a year, man, your life is going to change. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Don't hold me to this. I wouldn't be surprised if, in one year's time, you are the head of a very big corporation. It's uh, possible, or a millionaire. Uh, if I am, I'll phone you back. It, well, if you are a millionaire, could I have a hundred thousand pounds? Um. Uh. Yeah. You uh, you hesitated a bit. Alex, could you do me a favour? Yeah. Could you say, my name is Alex, and I used to be a mumbler, but now I'm not, thanks to the Ian Lee show. Uh, my name is Alex, and I used to be a mumbler, but now I'm not, thanks to the Ian Lee show. Alex, you're a legend, mate. Hopefully, give, give us a call any time you want, OK? Uh, Take uh, care, my friend. Bye-bye. There we go. Now, what, what a nice bloke. And we helped. Oh, the sh- show, Ian, it's not very educational. Uh, it's dumbing down. Da- what you're doing is you're dumbing down. Uh, well, we're not, because we have made Alex's life bearable. So that's good news. Oh, wait, 7090909703 is the phone number. Oh, Jackie's in the Beckenham. Hello, Ian. You've not called for ages. Yeah, I know. I heard you on Clive. Was, was it last night you spoke to Clive? Uh, yeah. Good. There we go. I just, just thought I'd say your voice has changed ever so slightly as well. Well, I've been trying to shake off this cold for a long time. That's why my voice hasn't, you know, sort of changed a bit. But it sounds, uh, your voice sounds higher. Does it? It did then, when you did that. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, what, I um, what I was going to talk about is the walls, you know, um, when you go into your opticians to pay your, cl- um, your glasses. Yes. You know, when, when you want benefit and, you know, you're supposed to pay, uh, pay half. Yes. That's yeah. the rule, is it? Okay. Yeah, Right. But because I'm visually impaired, yes, I thought we I thought we um, should get discount because we're the ones that have to go through glasses the most uh, most times. I would have thought I, mean? I would have thought. Don't take this the wrong way. That being visually impaired, your glasses probably need to be stronger, don't they? So you should probably pay more. Um. 
You're right. Um, You're right there. What's going on? Well, I don't really want to pay more because, uh, no, you know, because we go through a lot, a lot of glasses, you know. Because at, at times, it's, um, yeah. you know, it, it depends on the prescription. Of course, it does. It changes. Sometimes it does. It of course, it changes, pay. and I wish no ill on anyone. And I, I know people who've got very bad eyes, and it's, it's obviously it's terrible. But because your glasses are stronger, you should yeah. surely pay by the amount of magnification you're going for. So, whereas, mate, my, I just have reading glasses that I read if I get really, uh, if I use if I get really tired. They're not yeah. very strong. They don't really make that much of a difference so I sh- my glasses should be quite cheap but if yours are like really st- thick sid little milk bottle uh glasses then they should be really expensive well i suppose i have to agree on that but i don't want to agree on that if you see what i mean I, you so you don't want to agree on it but you do agree on it yes that must gall you right um can i do a little something for you it depends what you mean when you say a little something i have a horrible image in my head please tell me it's not that no, it's not a horrible image. It's, it's supposed to be like a jingle, but it's, I think it might be uh, a little bit CR. CR? Yeah. What, what does CR mean? Well, I can't say the, uh, the, a swear word on, on, on the radio, can I? Do you mean crap? Yeah. OK, OK. You, Only you can say it. Well, I, even I shouldn't really say it, but we can... OK, that's fine. Especially when we just had a ten-year-old on the line. That's very bad. I apologise. OK, so you want to do a jingle, but it might be a little bit cack. We can say cack, but, but you, huh? still, you still want to do it anyway. Well, I want to try anyway. Okay, where you go. You did one for Clive again. You did one for Clive last night, didn't you? Uh, no. Okay, maybe I dreamt that. Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, here we go. What? Let's let's have it. Oh, sorry. But every day I listen to Ian Lee. Every day I listen to LBC. Every day I listen to Ian Lee. Every day I listen to LBC. That's it. Is that a bit CR? Uh, a little bit, but it was good. I, I, I can't think of any more. But what you've done, you've made it current, because that, that, that was, of course, the Kaiser Chiefs, who are very popular at the moment. No, it was very yeah. good. I'm being hard on you. It was, ve- it was very imaginative. No, do, do... I, I need to think through it a bit more. Jackie, do it one more time very quickly for me. All right, then. Every day I listen to Ely. Every day I listen to OBT. Every day I listen to Ely. Sorry, I messed that up a bit. That's Jackie. Do you know what? It doesn't matter. What's one of the biggest challenges faced by... Mel's in the Forest Hill. Hello, Mel. Hello, Lee. Hello, mate. The last time we spoke, I offered you out on Call of Duty 2 and you bottled it because I didn't see you online. Oh, yes. I, what was your name again on... Mad Mike 03. Mad Mike 03! Yeah, but I know you, you're tight. You just sit down and camp in the corner with a sniper rifle. Without being... In. No, I am not a camper. Well, uh, let me just explain. He's talking about playing a computer game online on the Xbox 360, a war game. A camper is someone who sits in a corner where he can't be found and just takes people out with a sniper rifle. And Ian Lee's a camper. I'm not a camper, Mel. I'll go around shooting people. <laughs> no, you don't. Anyway, yes. I just called to educate you because it don't sound like you, do, you You haven't been to school. You don't know your science. You are going to get such micro. a slap. <laughs> you are going to get a slap. All right. I'm yeah. in the mood to slap someone with a girl's name, and that's yeah. you, Melanie. On Online later on, mate, we'll sort out the man between the campers. Anyway. Go <laughs> 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 on. Microwaves only warm up water. They don't warm up anything else but water. So whatever you put in a microwave, it only warms up the water in it, silly. 
All right. And number two, if you just type in Seven Deadly Sins on Google... I'm you're sure boring you'll find me what... now. <laughs> Sorry, go on. I'm sure you'll find you're what you're looking for. You're boring me now. All right, you're done, right? Later on, camper. You're boring me now. I'll see you later on. You're boring me now. 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 Oh, gosh. Anyway, I'll see you later. Bye. You're boring me now. <laughs> You're boring me now. You're boring me now. You're I think he's gone. We can set. We can reset the. Let me just reset the alarm here. Done. Uh, Mandy's on the motorway twenty-five. Mandy, you're not a bloke, are you? All right, Ian. Hey. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm not a bloke. No, I'm Mandy on the M25. Mandy. Mandy's a good name. Mandy's a, a solid name. I like Mandy. Yeah, yeah but it's not going to be too good when I'm in the nineties. It's not really going to suit me, is it? Don't you think? Na Nanny Mandy. Yeah, Nanny oh. Mandy. <laughs> nanny Mandy, Nanny Mandy, and it's it will like because Nanny because it will to a three-year-old. Nanny Mandy is going to become like one word, and they won't yeah, know what. It'll only when they get to eight they go, "Oh, it means Nanny Mandy." Yeah. Now I'm going to start a band called Nanny Mandy. Yeah, that's a cool name. Nanny Mandy. Nanny Mandy. Nanny Mandy. <laughs> anyway, we're 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 joking, yeah, but we we, we mean it. Yes, we digress. Hello. Hello. Um, Nanny Monday! Oh, dear. Ian, you know, you had a cat that came in your house the other day at five o'clock. Oh, this fat black and white cat that keeps bullying my little girl, yeah. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, be careful, because that happened to us. And chances are that wasn't the first time the cat came in and won't be the last. Uh-oh. And what you've got to look out for is, um, if it's a Tom and it's got, um, it's still got its... Testicles. Um, its dang woohoos Yes. <laughs> uh, in yes. place. Yes. Then, um, it could be spraying over your house. Spraying what? Wee-wee. Oh, wee-wee. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah. Okay, so not, yeah, so definitely... Well, it is. Oh, well, I'd, ra <laughs> I'd, ra I'd rather wee-wee than it's... I'm going to... Oh, it's a, yeah, yeah, okay. No, I, I know what you mean, but that can be quite <clears throat> bad if it does it up your sofa or anything I like think... that. It's quite hard to get out. Now, let's... We've out. got... There are young people listening, so we have to be very careful how we discuss Sorry. this. Yeah. But it, sure. I, I, it, it, I have never seen a male... A tomcat's, um, uh, gadang-gadang-woohoos. Do, do, are, they are they obviously there? They, they are, unless it's a long-haired cat. You should be able to see as it's walking past. As do it's male sailor. cats carry? Do they? Do they pack? Yeah, they pack. Yeah, they do actually. Wow. Okay. They, well, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I think it is a tomcat, but I've never seen him up close, yeah. and I, I, I've certainly not not noticed a gadang gadang. But I. So, but what is the the noise? You know the noise I mean. It goes. Yeah. That, that's walling. That's a horny noise, isn't it? That yeah, cat wants my my velvet. That cat wants your velvet. That's called a caterwauling. Wow. And it's uh, how do I stop it? How do I stop it coming into the flat? Because um, it's yeah, been doing well, it quite a lot, but it's been coming up the stairs at the back of the flat. And yeah. what it will do quite often, and it's it's not funny. Well, it is funny. Is that my cat will come in through the cat flap, and it will she'll sit there looking at the cat flap, and yeah. you, the other cat will be outside, and he'll be like punching the cat flap. So it try and get in. Well, no, not trying to get in, just so it flaps a lot. Oh. What does your cat? Does she look frightened? She looks terrified, bless her. She's, yeah. she's quite timid anyway, so she doesn't really stand her ground. No, and that's not good because she might start doing her little uh, messages everywhere. Oh as no! A sort of form of protest. Oh my! Dirty protest. Honestly, it's serious. We have the, the only way we could get around it was <laughs> yes. um, by um, getting one of those uh, electronic cat flaps and putting a collar around. Uh, now well, this is this is another problem. You see, Velvet doesn't wear a collar. No, well, my cat didn't wear a collar for 12 years, but does now. And she she won't wear it. We've we put collars on her before, yeah. and she'll wear them for about three or four days, and then it'll be gone. And what she does, she does this with, with three collars. She yeah. climbs trees, and she yeah. hooks them on branches, and then jumps uh, off the tree. 
Oh dear! Oh no! Well, so work. She's got to hang herself. herself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, there's not a lot you can. The other thing you can do is turn your cat flap so that it they can come in only. Right. Then wait for it to come in. Then go down and terrorise it a bit. Squirt it with water. Don't hurt it. Yes. But just give it. You know, put the frighteners on it a little yeah, bit. Good, I tried that with one. Cat good idea. Well. Have a scared cat in my house and then shoot it. Yeah, shoot it, and then it won't come back. Or, oh, failing that, take it on a little journey somewhere. Oh, Mandy, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to just... I'm not taking any cats for a long drive anywhere. Not, not nice, but I, it is a worry. I think... I don't know. I don't think it's got, um... Gadang gadang woohoos, but I, uh, who would know? I'm not going to study a cat that closely. Not again. Debbie's in, uh, in the Chingfordian. Oh, in the Chingfordian. Hello, Debbie. Uh, listen, like, don't give me a hard time, because it's the first time I've done this on the radio. Well, I I've not given you a hard time. Right, you're, you're giving me a hard time. I'm, I'm warning you. <laughs> but why? No, but you're, you're a Chingfordian, aren't you? Yeah, uh, uh, right. The, listen, the, the reason I find out. Oh dear. Like, serious? Yes. On my way home from work, right? Yeah. You say it's quite serious. I am being serious. But we don't do serious things. Am I on the radio? Yeah. Oh my god. It's terrifying, right. isn't it? Now you know. Are you more terrified than you were ten seconds ago? No, I was terrified then. I'm, t- I'm terrified. Right, 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 this, this is this is serious. Well, I'm terrified because right? I've got no idea where this is going to go. Right, go on. on the. On my way home from work, go on. right? Yeah. Police car, I'm at the traffic, red traffic lights, right? And the police car comes up. Yes. So I think, oh, it might be an emergency. Could be. Oh, they yeah, generally are. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I'll pull forward. Yeah. Across the red traffic light. Uh oh. So the police car can get free. Yes, you shouldn't do that. Well, I don't know. Uh, you anyway, have done it. okay, so fine. I'll, this is I'll a Nick Ferris thing. I'll pull through the red tra- traffic light. You're there. You've done it. Yes. Police car comes through. Yes. So then I think, oh, I'm in the middle of the junction. I better go across anyway. Yeah. So I go across the junction. Yeah. Drive up a little bit. Yeah. And he's turned off his siren. Uh oh. And it's happened to me before with a with, with a ambulance. Yeah. I've come up to traffic lights. Right. It's the second time it's happened to me. I yeah. come up to traffic lights. Yeah. Are you coming up to traffic lights? Yeah. The second right. time. Second time. Uh, the other time. Come up to traffic come lights. Up to traffic lights. Ambulance behind me, he's like plodding along. So you all go sudden, through. All of a sudden, that all of a sudden he's put his siren on. All of a sudden, he's coming through the traffic lights. He's got to get. Like, he's got to get. He, he's, he's coming through, through the traffic lights. Huh? With the sirens on. Yeah. yeah all, all of a sudden, he's coming no, through the traffic all lights. I'm saying, all I'm saying is. Yes. How many people have seen that? That as soon as they what? come to traffic lights, they put their sirens on. Oh. And. Uh, and then once they get through the lights, they turn them off. Yeah. I've never seen it. It doesn't happen. Well, it's like, like, today is the second time it's happened to me, and I was like, well, you know, why should I do it then? Why should I, why should I go through traffic lights? Debbie, I, I haven't got a clue. If you've just missed that bit of Ian Lee wireless show... I don't think that's ever happened, does it? Not to dwell too long on that point, but the, 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 the police car is approaching the lights, and it puts on the siren, then gets through the lights, and then turns it off. I don't think they're allowed to do that. I may be wrong. Anyway, let's let's not go any further. Uh, it's, uh, we've got another hour of the show, the last half hour of the show proper. If you want to give us a call, 0870 We were kind of talking about rules, but it seems to have gone a little bit random, so I'm, I'm, I'm guessing kind of anything goes. Here's the news. The show. Just looking at uh, Clive Ball's page on the uh, LBC website. It's, it's well worth having a look. Look at Max Churchill. Where's, what's that picture? It's like, is that him recording uh, an opera or something? Max Churchill entertains you through the night in the early hours of Monday to Thursday mornings with a show where you will hear many shades of opinions. Shades of opinions? 
Yeah, I know, but we should make, we need to get some more photos on our page. Yeah, we'll, we'll do some more. Peter's on the motorway 25 near the Chelmsford. Hello, I'm bored out of my head. I'm in the traffic you just reported about. I'm so bored, Ian. What can we do to entertain you? I don't know. Give me, I don't know. Um, I, 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 do, you, do you want to hear a bit of music? No, go on then. That's not bad, is it? That's not bad, not bad at all. Good I'm going to say, Mandy, the name Mandy is a very strong name. It's a sexy name, isn't it? Mandy. It's I, I, sexy, but it kind of implies, and Mandy's, don't be offended at this, but when I hear the name Mandy, I think of someone who's going to be a little bit, um, I, I can say it, dirty. A little bit, do you not imagine yeah, in the bedroom? Yeah, I know, I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Cre- a bit, yeah, creative yeah. in the bedroom, or indeed the kitchen mm, department. Yeah, i over there. Well, I won't be getting like, none of that tonight because I've had a big row. Oh, um, mate. Because I'm late. Yeah. Well, you can't, how can you have a row about being late? You're stuck in traffic. Exactly. Listen, you can hear the traffic. Listen. Go on. No, no, no. Oh, oh absolutely awful. So, where, where, where exactly are you? Let's see if there's anybody listening. We'll get them to beat their horns. Where, t- I, t- tell me I where you are. I am. I am just coming up. I've just gone past the A1 turn off the N25. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just there. Well, if anybody is where Peter says he is now and you're listening in your car, <laughs> beep your horns now! <laughs> There'll be a seven sec. Beep your horn, Peter, so they know to do it. Go on. <laughs> what a rubbish beep you've got. Yeah, no, no, the, ma- the name Mandy is a very, actually, quality name. No, I, no one's joining in with the horn, are they? I oh, know, they're rubbish. Disappointing. Uh, get it. Disappointing. No worries, never mind. Okay. I used to sing the song Mandy by Barry Manilow, that's why I've always liked the name. Can, can you sing us a, a bit now? You want me to sing you a song now? Yeah, go on. Oh, God, uh, Verse, chorus, does it matter? Yeah, let's, let's have the whole song. The whole three minutes of it. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll give it a, um, okay. I remember all my life It raining down as cold as ice Shadows of the man A face through a window Crying in the night The night goes in Just another day I'm loving it, go on. Happy people pass my way. This guy can sing. Looking in her eyes, I see a memory you. I've never realized. How I'm happy you made me, old Mandy. Well, you came and you gave without taking. Come on, and I'll give you my heart. <laughs> That's my karaoke song, is Mandy. My karaoke song. I haven't been to karaoke for eight years. Eight years? Eight years. Well, no, maybe two years, actually. Two years, all right. Okay. Yes. So, uh, so, uh, so you're stuck in traffic, you're in trouble with your girlfriend, you, you ain't gonna get no love, and you're bored. Bored out of my head. And, no, um, good, I mean, I'm, a, I'm going out of the world of woman, what do you think, Ian? I'm jealous of you. How old are you? I'm 23. Oh, yeah, and how, please, how old is she? She's 29. Oh, so that's not that much old. Oh, I suppose at 23. Well, it's been half years, what you said earlier about the lady who was 39 and you're 32. Yeah, so. yeah, I don't think... When you're that age, I suppose that's quite... When I was 23, I went out with a 32-year-old. And they're right in their prime then, aren't they? Oh, God. Can I just say, <laughs> she was lovely. She was a lovely... I won't embarrass her by mentioning her name. She was was lovely. She was proper nice, <laughs> as they say. She, she was indeed proper nice, as they oh, say. Wow. So how long... It won't last, though. You know that, don't you? Oh, of course it will. I'm engaged. Yeah, don't mean, don't mean anything. How long have you been uh, going out with her? Uh, about eight months. Uh, eight months and you're engaged? Yeah, I do love her. She's a, yeah, I'm sure you do, but she's she's a psycho. She's a psycho. Because she's older than you and she's already tricked you into getting engaged. <laughs> Peter, Peter, I've got to go. It's 5.38. It's time for the Daily 5.38 Daily. Daily.
Tom, the Clive Ball correspondent, says Clive has recently changed his photo on the LBC website. To view this new arty picture, go to the LBC website and go to the Clive Ball page. Stay cool. Afternoon, it's Dave, Ian's longest off correspondent. Did you know that the world's longest roller coaster ride by an American guy lasted for eight days, approximately 192 hours? And before I go, I would like to play you something. It's not for Ian, nor for the correspondents, but for Anna Raven. I love Anna. me. Uh, in all of that, I've, I've picked up the wrong correspondent update. I've done this before, but I'll do it again. It's from Vicky, the platypus correspondent. The platypus bill is a finely tuned instrument with approximately 850,000 electrical and tactical receptors. Hello? Oh, Ian. Hello, I'm asking to you, Lee. Hello? Hi, that Ian? Can I apologise for having this? I, I've read that platypus correspondent update before, and I apologise for that. But well done. Uh, we will be getting rid of two correspondents tomorrow. Uh, so I, you know, some have been good, some have been disappointing. It's going to be quite easy to get rid of two of them. Uh, Ron is in the Lewisham. Hello, Ron. Hello, Ian. Hey, oh, hey. I'm Woo! Woo! Oh, yeah. All right, Ian. Yeah. You still doing your boxing? You do your boxer size. You I do box. That? I do boxer size. It's not boxing. It's not exercise. It's boxer size. Oh right, because I, I I remember a few months ago you were saying that you used to spar with a young man. A young a young lad called Luke. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was wondering if you like to do some session with me, some sparring or some boxer size with me. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, I'm fine, thank you. Oh, why not, William? Why Why would I want to? Well, why wouldn't you want to? Why wouldn't you want to? Why, why, I ask you again, why would I want to? Because I'm offering you to spar with me on the, you know, for free. You know? Hmm. Are you uh, a t- qualified, um, boxing instructor? Uh, I can be. Or are I'm you... I'm professional Or are you just a bloke? I'm not just a bloke. To, uh, give uh, me your uh, CV, Ron, come on, let me hear the facts, give me your CV. All right, then. I've done, like, ten years of Thai kickboxing. I've done, like, five Psy- years of... Psychic boxing? Yeah, Thai... Psychic boxing? Yeah, Psychic boxing. Okay, you've done yeah. ten years of psychic and, boxing. Wow. Yeah, and I've done, like, eight years of, like, boxing. Like, eight to five years of boxing. Eight yeah, to I'm five a years. Boxer. Right. So, i like to offer you, yeah, the opportunity to do some boxer size with me and some sparring, if you like. Yes. You know, get you fit. Yes. I'm not saying you're not fit. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm unfit. I'm not, I'm not going to deny it. I'm very unfit. Yeah. I took a week off the other week because I was poorly. Man alive, you go back after a week, it hurts. Yeah, I know. It does hurt. I mean, you my technique... Ron, my technique isn't very good, OK? If I'm leading with my left leg... Yeah. I, I can't do the leading arm um, hook punch. I can't do it because you've got to swivel, pivot on your left foot, haven't you? Yeah, you've got to pivot and on your left foot. And you've got to come round. I can't do it. Well... If you're flat-footed, it's going to be difficult for you to pivot. I don't, right? you, I don't think I'm flat-footed. I mean, I'm, no, you... no. If you if you put your foot or your foot on the ground, yeah. you've got to have your foot bent. Talk, talk uh, me, Ron, talk uh, me through it because I'm struggling with. So, so I'm I'm leading well, with my left got, leg. Your foot has got to be about like a 45 angle. So, so yeah, yeah to, so, so to be able to swivel. Okay, to so be able to turn your body to get that hook. Punch it's properly. not straight in front of me. It's on. I'm swiveling on it at an angle. 
You're swiveling at an angle. Okay. So then I would say then you need to work on your stomach, yeah, to be able to turn your body. Oh man, work all right. Because everything comes from the middle. Yeah. To be able to turn. Okay. That's where you can get the power from your punches. Okay. So the the power's from the the twist, isn't it? Doesn't the power from the twist? That's why I said you got to work on your stomach. Tell me, tell me what I should need to do to work on my middle. Well, or my stomach. To, you need to be able to twist your body. Yeah, I know. To get that hook punch, the power in the hook punch. Yeah. And you need to be able to put your foot properly. That's why I said you need your foot needs to be at about an angle of 45 degrees. Yeah. To be able to pivot. Yeah. If it's flat on the ground, then you're not going to be able to do that. Ron, very quickly, ever knocked a man out? Um, uh, a few. On, uh, well, a number of occasions, yes. I'm not proud of it, but, um, yes, I have. Wow, his voice really did then, didn't it? Show. Oh, dear. Don't forget, after six, take your call straight to air with Triple M, uh, which we're playing all day tomorrow. All day tomorrow is Triple M. We're also going to play, I think, the two uh, Agent Chris one word on the street things tomorrow that we did. Or Chris did this week. Uh, Jan is on the motorway three. Hello. Hello, Jan. Hi. Hi there. I can, I can help you with the, um, the problem with the sirens at the lights, probably. Okay. There's a problem, okay. is there now? Well, no, your, your listener seemed to, didn't think it was right, and you didn't think it was right. I didn't think it happened. Well, I think it perhaps does happen, because um, sometimes when you're driving a police car, you go along and you don't need the siren on, but if you're going to go through a red light, it's a really good idea to have the siren on so everyone knows you're coming. But, the, but they, then what happens is when they get... But she was implying that once they'd got through the traffic lights, they turned off their flashing light and their siren. Yes. Well, they can continue, can still go quite fast and in a hurry, but without no. such immediate danger, because you're not cr- crossing a, 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 no. a red light. No, no, no. They'd still have to have the blue light on, even if they didn't have the... They'd yeah, have to have one or the other. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? You'd have to have one or the other on. But she said, she, was, she wasn't saying about blue light, she was just saying about the siren. Though she was saying that they, they stopped t- travelling at such speed and took t- both off, didn't she? I, well, maybe she did. I thought she just said that they turned the siren off. I, anyway, th- I thought the implication was that they, they'd come up to you with the lights and the siren, they'd go through the, the traffic lights, and then they'd switch everything off as if nothing had happened. Well, I, 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 know, that I, they turn, know. I know that they turn the siren off. They don't have the siren going all the time. I've seen that happen. Right. Well, that, OK, maybe I misheard. That, that was one thing I was quick phoning for. The other thing, yes. I can possibly help you with your cat. Cat problem. Oh, bring it on. The, 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 the evil fat cat that comes into my flat and bullies my well, little girl. Well, kind of, no. It, it's the bum over the um, litter tray problem. Oh, OK, yes, good, 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 good. OK. Um, instead of buying, going to a pet shop and buying a normal bog-standard um, cat box, yes. if you go to Tesco's or a hardware shop and buy a sk- stackable plastic box, you yes. know, like that you keep files in or something like that. I know where this is going. Yeah, go on. The cat, it works perfectly, because the cat can still get in it, because it's only, like, eight inches high. But it's too high for it to hang its bum over the edge. Exactly. Genius. And it's too high when it scratches the litter to cover up its business. Yes. Then it doesn't fly all over the room as well. Jan, that's borderline, that is, that is borderline genius. Thank you very much for that. 0870 James is in the town that I was born and raised in. It's Slough. Hi, Ian. Hey, James, how is Slough going? Uh, it's okay. I bumped into your mum the other day. And is she all right? <laughs> I think she is. She, she wants you to phone her. Okay, I will give her a call straight after this show. <laughs> Thank you for telling me that, James. Good boy. Anything else? Um, yeah, I just wanted to say, obviously, um, about the sirens. It always happens. 
They come up, whenever they come up to like a, an intersection or a roundabout, they do put it on. Yes. And then as they pass, because there's nobody in front of them, they switch it off because there won't be a need to have the siren on. But they keep the blue lights on. Yeah, they keep the flashing light. Maybe on, I miss her. Maybe I because I wasn't really listening to that woman because she was quite dull. But maybe that is the case <laughs> that that that, they, that that was what she was talking about. But you know yeah. that if if a, if a police car comes up to you and you're at the front of the traffic lights and it's red, if you go through that traffic, this is an issue. If you go through that traffic light, you'll get in trouble still. If there's a camera, you'll still get you know get a fine. You would, but there's no need to go through. You can just pull off to the side. You can either, you can go in front of the line and just pull off so they can pass. But even if, but if that camera catches you pulling off, you'll still get a fine. But the camera only actually passes if you go past the halfway mark because that's where it's set. But but suppose I don't know. But, uh, I'm confused. But if okay, you're right at the front of the traffic lights. Okay, you're the you, right. it's you. Then it's traffic lights. A police car comes up behind you. He can't go around you. So you to let you can either stay there and wait till the lights turn green. But, that's, but at the end of the day, the police cop has um, right of precedence over any light. So for example, yeah, but you don't. If there's a traffic light and there's a traffic cop. Yeah, this is good. I know this. Guiding traffic. Yeah. he can actually override the lights because he is there. Yeah, but, yeah, but so, you can't, James. So if you no, go through those lights... Behind and, you is giving you the authority No, to not at all, he's not. This is, this is a proper issue, and I can do this, because I know the facts on this. He, he can't. If you go through the lights, uh, and the camera takes the picture, you will get fined for it. Whether there was a, an ambulance, a police car, or anything blue-lighting you. The picture might be taken, but they... You, you, you will go to court, J- James, you will get a fine. It's the law. Even if there was a, a police car blue-lighting you, it's, it's the law. You, okay, can I play an MP3? <laughs> <laughs> did I Did I win that? No, you didn't. But I, no. I think I think you'd win in any court of law because the police car. You wouldn't, James. James, what the light says. James, you wouldn't win in any court of law. It's been in the paper recently. You wouldn't win. You still get in trouble. You still have to pay the fine. So you saying if it was an ambulance and then that person should stay then and yes. then you're the person. Who's Honestly, sick, this is the tra- person who's sick or might die. Yep, I know. What I'm saying is, you have the decision whether to go through that traffic light or not. They can't make you. If you do go through that traffic light and it's red, and the, your picture gets taken by the camera above the light, you will get a fine for it. I, but, but at the end of the day, I think my argument is you don't have to go through. You your argument does say that, but y- if you do go through and you get a picture taken, you get fined for it. It's, that's basically, at the end of the day, that's the law. It's the law, but the law also states if there's a traffic person... <laughs> God, this is so boring. I'm going to whatever the robot is saying, yeah. whether it's James, red light or... Clear, clear some lines, because I want some people to back me up on this. Uh, James, it's true, he can override it, but you can't. If you go through it, you, you, you get fined. I promise you this is true. You may get fined, but you fight it later. No, you can't fight it. Line two, line two, it. you're on the air. Line two, do you agree with me? <laughs> Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Do you agree with me? Sorry, what are we talking about? Okay, he he doesn't agree with me. (laughs) Put another one on, because this is true. Uh, Line four, you're on the air. Do you agree with me? I do, yeah. It's, it's, it's true, you'll get fined, won't you? And you can't fight it. You will. I saw uh, a cab driver. It was Camilla Parker Bowles behind this cab driver with the police outrider. Yep. Screaming at the cab driver. Yep. Telling him to go through the red light, and the cab driver just said, no, I'm not moving. Until yeah. that light changes, I'm not moving. Because he will get fined. He would, and he couldn't do nothing about it. All he could do was scream and shout at him. James, do you believe me now? Uh, but you see, the cop was telling him to go, so the cops even think that it's okay. Yes. Of course he does. James, well, stay there, we'll have more after this. Have you ever glanced at your watch and had to look again? Listen up, I'm arguing with James. I'm saying if you're at some traffic lights and they're red, and a police car, ambulance, or fire engine comes up behind you, if you go through those lights and get photographed doing that, you will get fined. James, you don't believe me, do you? 
No, not one bit. Let's ask, uh, let's ask Batman. Batman, do you agree with me? Yeah. Tell, tell him the story, Batman. Uh, the last days that if, um, a police come up behind you, you shouldn't go through the lights. You've just got to sit there wait for the lights to change. But if the lights are broken, they can always override them and send you through them. Batman, thank you very much. James, do you believe it now? No, not at all. How about, <laughs> if, a ma- how about if a man called Shirley tells you? Shirley? Shirley? This is Tony. T- Tony, sorry, but I do apologise. Tony, do you agree? I- I'm right, aren't I? Hello, mate. I- I've actually just missed a couple of minutes of show because I'm listening on my phone. Um, right, the so? red light scenario. Yes. You can go through a red traffic light when directed by a police constable in uniform or a traffic warden. They have to be on junction duty. You can't go through just because there's a police car behind you because they can't control the other cars in the junction. James, you can't argue with Tony. You can't argue with that. No, you can't. But at the end of the day, you say when there's a, uh, he is temporarily on duty at that junction because he is behind you with the siren. He is controlling the other traffic. He's not. He's not controlling any traffic. His sirens and blue lights are purely to facilitate his way through the traffic and nobody else's. It is just a, a warning device for everybody else that he's coming through. It doesn't warn anybody of other cars. And the trouble is with that is that if you do do it, you will get fined. And it has been done in court. Somebody has been prosecuted for it. And also, um, if a police car makes you go through a red junction and you have an accident, it's down to that police driver. It's his fault for causing the accident, even though you went through. James, do you buy it now? No, because, okay, say, for example, um, the rule is when you hear a traffic siren, um, James, either stop your vehicle... You, James, you don't know what the rule is. The rule has been explained to you four times by four different people. Anyway, if you missed the show, it was sounding like this. I have never seen a mayor of Tomcats, um, uh, gadangadang woohoos. That's why have you been an expert on Chilford? Simon, why are you so upset that there's a bit of information you didn't know? It's so cold out there, I can't believe it. Yeah, Katie's going Irish sense. Yes, as I've heard that, uh, it is a very, you know, very competitive and very, you know, good thing. Yeah, it'd be good if she was making the money that Michael Flatley makes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Maybe, she, you know, maybe, you know, I mean, uh, they're going to need more and more dancers over the years, aren't they? It was horrendous. The weather was horrendous this morning. Mm. It's freezing cold. Every day I listen to it in Lee. Every day I listen to LBC. That's it. Is that a bit CR? We've got to pay 10p for a glass of water. Oh, Dave! There we go. That's the show. My gift to you, London. Enjoy! And I think we've sorted the case out about the traffic lights. I am right, as I always am. Okay, last half hour of the show coming up now. Agent Chris is staying behind, but he's still refusing to work. He's put his feet up on the desk out there. He's chomping on an imaginary sandwich. He's looking like the cock of the walk. Uh, if you want to get... It's a phrase. It's an acceptable phrase. Uh, 0870 is the telephone number. We're playing Triple M. Mix Mental Mayhem. Uh, it's where you come straight to air. Uh, you ring. You don't speak to Chris. You don't speak to any you just come straight on the radio. Uh, there's some rules, which I'll explain after six o'clock. We've also got an MP3 to play that someone has sent in. It's a reworking of, uh, I think it's Barry from the Watford, talking about a lady's chin. It's the last 30 minutes of the show. Some say it's the best. Some say it's the worst. Unlike phone calls being screened, tomorrow's show isn't for you, because we're going to do Triple M for three and a half hours. It's not lazy. It's brave. That's that's why Chris is so annoyed that we... Helen behind the glass and I kind of railroaded him a little bit into doing it. Uh, and he's reg- he's trying... This week he's been coming up with... Well, I'll tell you what, if, if, you, if you don't do Triple M all day Friday, I'll let you do this. Yeah, not interested? Yeah, well, well, I'll, well I'll, do, I'll buy you a nice dinner. I'm not interested. I'll, I'll buy you a nice top. 
So that's tomorrow. But today, it's Triple M. It's the last 30 minutes of the show. There's a seven... The, the rules are very simple. You dial up 0870 If you're trying to dial now and it's not ringing, it, all the lines are busy. So keep dial... Keep trying. Do it on redial. Uh, there's a seven-second delay when you come on the radio. So if you swear or say something very, very naughty, we hear it before it goes out on the air, and we can dump that little bit of radio. So it'll never get broadcast, and you'll be blacklisted from calling the station ever again. So, probably not worth it, I'm kind of thinking. Um, if you're going to have your radio on, make sure that as soon as you hear my voice on the phone, you switch the radio off or get out of the room. Simple as that. This is how it works. Let's get a line one, you're on the air. Uh, oh, I've got a gag. I've just realised it's rubbish. Permission to pull out, sir. Permission granted. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. That was good. Uh, line t- <laughs> line two is on the radio. Hello, Ian. Hello. Oh, what a what a brilliant show. Thank you. It's been all right today, hasn't it? I don't normally say that, but I'm really pleased with today's show. You finished so strongly with that James character. Yes, it was good work, wasn't it? That was brilliant work. Well done. Thank you. Uh, that, I've noticed that your show really, really thrives on horse saps. On what horse saps? No, poor saps. Poor saps. Just yeah. dullards that you, you manage to sort of... You, that's what brings the best out of your show. So, you, poor saps and dullards brings the best out of the show. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Anything else? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, do you mind if I could volunteer to be a poor sap or a dullard at any time? You, you could be rotten to me, innit? Well, what, you, what, do, what do you want me to do? How, how do you... Do you want to be a dullard? Well, maybe, maybe you could just start up, start up by just cutting me off, just rudely. OK, fine. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Thank you for, for volunteering for that. Uh, line number four is on the radio. Hello, line four. like a six-month-old baby, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, line two is on the radio. Hello, line two. Nope, they bottled it. Never mind. Never mind. Some people do bottle it. That's fair enough. Uh, line... Oh, there's a lot of people with uh, triangles by their names. <laughs> That's terrifying. Line six is on the radio. Uh, line... Oh, there's a lot of people... Hello, that's you. Thank you very much for that. Uh, line number... I do like my, uh, Bollywood songs and my Hindi songs. Line two is on the air. Thank you very much. Yes, I did. Line number seven is on the radio. Hello, line seven. From 1987, it's my two dads. I used to like my two dads. Greg Evigan, the guy from BJ and the Bear, and some other guy. Okay. And Davy Jones from The Monkees was in it quite a lot, which is why I used to watch it. What it was, this girl had two dads. One was like a hippie, like a beatnik hippie, and one was like a businessman, a bit of a straight. Uh, 
No, they weren't gay. No, they were both heterosexual. Very heterosexual. There's a lot of loving going on. Um, no, that would be inappropriate, surely, wouldn't it? In 1992. Thank you very much for that. It's good, Mighty. It wasn't good, Mighty Dad. It was rubbish, but it was all right. Uh, line seven is on the air. Listen, Owen. The number you are calling is unavailable. Please replace your handset and try again. Please replace your handset and try again. Please replace your handset and try again. I won. You laughed. That was rubbish. Come on. That was only three attempts and then you started giggling. Line two is on. Oh, no, line two's bottling. A lot of people bottling it today. I think they're phoning in just to see whether we actually do take calls straight to air. Which is fine. Uh, line four's on the air. Hiya, mate. Um, I was just wondering if you got my email earlier. Um, let me just have a little look. Um, um, I don't, I can't, fi- I can't find it. What was, what was... All right, mate, I'll give you the basic premise. It oh. said, um, I think you should be knighted for your services to comedy, because I think you're a genius. Um, also, have you noticed at the end of your show, voiceover man, yeah. when he says idiot, he says, idiot. It, voice of man says what? Because I don't listen to the bit at the end of the show. What, he gives out a warning just, you know, saying that, that the show isn't regulated by the boss. No, he doesn't. Well, what's he been saying? He calls you a swear word. Does he? Yeah. Haven't you heard it? He I... calls you a swear word, and then he says, he is an idiot. I hope the bosses hurry up and figure out how rubbish he is. Does he really say that's his Nigel, the voiceover man? Yeah, that's what he As said. You, Chris, is this true? Have you heard this? I did not... I did not know this. Thank you very much for that tip. By the way, Ben. Yeah? You're still banned. Um, line number... I did not notice that. I'll listen to that tonight. I'll be LBC'd off if he does. Line two is on the air. Sensational. Thank you very much. Oh, we got time for one more, I think, haven't we, before the news. Let's go to line number five is on the air. Mr. Lee. Hello. How are you doing? I'm fine. We've got 20 seconds. Okay, I just wanted to quickly chat about your cat litter problem. Yes. I can't, well, I, I didn't catch what the problem was earlier, but there's something about a bum hanging over the edge, is that right? That's correct, yes. So have you thought about the litter trays that have, actually have a lid? Uh, yes, but sh- they still hang over the edge. How is that possible? I've got no idea. Cats are amazing creatures. Uh, Playing Triple M, 0870 Let's take a couple of calls, then we'll do the MP3, shall we? Let's go to line number two. Line two, you're live on the radio. Hello. Hello, line two. Yeah, um, it's Sing. Can I just say to the listeners listening at home now, you are listening to a prank call to the Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless show from Gurdip Singh. He will either tell us a joke about a man who stole a calendar and got 12 months, or he'll mention something about pizza or go-go, then make a funny noise before hanging up. Sing, away you go. Hello? Hello, Singh, you're on the radio. Uh, yeah, uh, I just like to say, yeah, every time I call you, this is not a prank call. This is a prank call. No, it's not a prank call. This is a prank call. Don't, don't worry, he'll tell us a joke about a calendar, ask for pizza or go-go, then make a funny noise and hang up. This is going to be a lot of fun. Away you go, Singh. Hello, yeah, I, I like LBC and that, yeah, but this ain't a prank call. Okay, it's a good prank call so far. What can we do for you? What's, what's your stunt today? <laughs> okay. Um... LBC, 3 to 6.30, Ian Lee Wireless Show. He got 12 months. <laughs> okay, can I tell you a joke? Please do. <laughs> this is a prank call. What happened to the man who stole the calendar? He got 12 months. Correct. 
Last, please. Make a funny noise and hang up. Hold on. Uh, wait, before that, Wall, um, can you, um, do you know who Lynn is? Lynn from Green Street? I have no idea. Make a funny noise and hang up. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Should we take line four very quickly, then play the MP3? Line four, you're on the radio. Hello, line four. Hello, Ian. Hey, how's it going? No, that's great, but, um, um, that, I, and that, I can't say that on the radio, but, Ian, um, you know, um, I was phoning, you know about, um, that guy, you know the voiceover guy? Yes, Nigel. Nigel. Yeah, you know at the end, I think, you know before he used to say, whatever Ian says, don't take, take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah. Just, slightly light-hearted. He changed it. Slightly little light-hearted thing that we yeah, played. No, he changed it. Do you know what he's saying now? I, I don't know, I've not heard it, because I kind yeah. of have to pack up while that's playing. I shall tell you what he says. He says kind of a word, and then it's like a swear word, and he says, oh, bosses, please listen, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this show, please tell me how he's not got a sack yet. He says that, the voiceover guy says that? He does, you listened to it today. Okay. I will and ha- that's what he says. And before I go, you know Larry and Barry? Yes. They're the same person. They're definitely not. Yeah, because it says Larry from the Catford and yeah. Barry from the Watford. But ba- the thing is, ba- <laughs> Barry sounds different to Larry and Barry's funny. They sound the same. No, I'm sure they're not. I'm sure they're not. But thank you for pointing out. Well, I'm going to listen to the end of that show, the end of the show, and see what actually happens. Because if that is going on, I can sue Nigel for that. Because that is out of order. Anyway, listen, we've been asking you to send in your MP3s and bits and pieces. <coughs> Steve from the Caterham, speaking of Barry, uh, has uh, e- emailed in. Ian, it's me again. I've, I've got too much time, so I chose to fill it by making this dance tune using quotes from Barry from Watford. It's 46 seconds long. I hope you like it. It has no swearing. It's mostly about Margaret's chin. She's got quite a big chin. She's got quite a big chin. She said, and she, and she, and, and she said, yes. She got quite a big chin. She got quite a big chin. She said, and she, and she, and, and she said, yes. I don't care about a chin or nothing. 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 Now I'm keeping it. She got quite a big chin. She got quite a big chin. She said, and she, and she, and, and she said, yes. She got quite a big chin. She got quite a big chin. She said, and she, and she, and, and she said, yes. As that'll do, isn't it? Good stuff. If you want to send in an MP3, you can email them, Ian. I-A-I-N at LBC.co.uk or you can put them on a CD uh, and send them to the address here which is on the website somewhere probably. Back to Triple M, Mixed Mental Mayhem, taking your call straight to air. Line one is on the radio. This is nice, isn't it? I will be genuinely annoyed if Nigel has changed that ending and has recorded something rude. I'm going to be listening tonight at the end of the show. We've got five minutes left. I'm going to be playing close attention to that. Don't forget, coming up later on, eight o'clock, Clive Ball, excellent stuff, of course, as always. Seven o'clock, the big quiz, Gary King. Oh, who's, who's going to win £100,000? Is it going to be Kerry? We don't know. And after this show, 6.30, it's the Nightingale News with Emily Livermore. Oh, he put the phone down. I was using that as a, as a good bed. What are you... How rude. I think he thought he'd been cut off and wouldn't have lasted the 40 seconds that he did. Line three is on the radio. Hello. Hello, that's you. Yes, this is me. Hello. Uh, first time calling, wanted to say I love the show. Uh, Thank you. Used to listen to BBC London and uh, I think that's good, obviously, because it's a BBC, but it's really rubbish and you're the best. 
Very kind of you to say so. Thank you very much. Well, I'm glad that we've uh, stolen something from them. Uh, Live six is on the air. In Lee rocks. know why that's funny but that was really funny thank you for that we're gonna have a whole three and a half hours of calls like this tomorrow hopefully line seven's on the air hello in hello yes oh oh i was going to talk to you about um lost i spoke to you last time about it a little while ago okay yeah well series two yeah yeah you can't mention any of the characters or anything that's happened in series two oh no no that's not fair it's so good i've watched it on the i've got like a rip of it and it's so cool Okay. Have you seen you seen it? Yeah, but you, I, 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 my cousin Don Lode uh, sent it to me from the States, but we're not allowed to mention any characters or anything that happens because I know a lot of people will be upset by that. Oh, God, it'd be so much fun, though. No, we can't. <laughs> Can I just say one thing to you? Go on. Oh, brother! Oh, wait, 7090909973. It's a joke for about 60 people. Line five is on the air. Ian Lee, Ian Lee, Janani, to Janani. Mujhe chhodke ha Mujhe chhodke Thank you very much it's, it's Pardesi Pardesi which is a brilliant uh, Hindi song um with the words changed Live 4 is on the radio <laughs> Yeah that's not the real Nelson though is it uh, where should we go to? Line number six is on the air. I aim to own at least a million properties within five years. And I aim to do this because... No, 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 That was the other one. But, uh, thank you. Would be nice, wouldn't it? Line two is on the radio. All day long she sits and shines, all day long she shines. Yeah, okay, we, we get, well, well done, very brave. Uh, but we're not that brave, I'm afraid. Line number... We've got a minute and a half left. Line two is on the radio. Hello, Ian. Hello. Ian, I've got, I've got another very interesting fact for you today. Oh, OK, oh, yes. Oh, don't. Mum, get off the phone. Go away. You want to? Mum, get off the phone. Yes, I do. Go away. Go oh, away. Come on. Oh, oh, go on, go on, go on. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, I've That's got another good. interesting fact for you. Oh, you did give us the fact about trees being made of wood. The sky is not blue. It's yellow, and we're all just colourblind. Oh, and Ian. Yes? You love a bit of pie, don't you? I do like a bit of pie. I like that call a lot. I like that. I like the fact that Mum kept picking up the phone. <laughs> Line two is on the radio. Hey, hello. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, all right. What, what can I do for you? Isn't Steve Guttenberg in uh, My Two Dads? Steve Guttenberg? No, he was yeah. in, he was in um, Three Men and a Baby. No, no, he was definitely My Two Dads. No, he wasn't. He was? He was Three Men and a Baby. No, My Two Dads. No, so you think Greg Evergan was in My Two Dads. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you. I know my two dads. Um, we can get one more in, can't we? I think we've got a line four. Hello, line four, you're on the air. No, you're not too slow. I, I really want to get one more call in if we can. Uh, we've got 20 seconds. Line six, fill the 20 seconds. Hello. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Oh, okay. Um, Ian Lee, you're really great, and we love to listen to your show. You're the best, and I just wanted to say, remember that National Day that you did? Hmm? It was good, it was a good day, wasn't it? This show is completely...
If Ian Lee in any way approaches being funny, he doesn't mean it. 